trouble. Lulav v'alava shisha v'shiva. The mitzvah of lulav, so that we're all very familiar with. And the mitzvah of harava. What is the mitzvah of harava? The honest truth is we're going to discuss it at length in this parak. But just for starters, the mitzvah of harava is that every day of Sukkot, they would take an harava, or many harava's, and these arrows were very long. Let's just say for rough numbers now, we'll work out the math later, 10 amas long. So we're talking about a 20-foot arava, which is not crazy. If you've seen an arava tree, it could do that. So they would take these 10 ama aravas, they would put them on the side of them, on the cornerstone of the mizbech, and they would go over, they would lean over the top of the mizbech, and they would have a ceremony like that every day in the Beis HaMikdash. So that is Mitzvah Sarava. We will, of course, talk about that in depth when we get there. So Lula Varava, Lula Varava, Shisha Veshiva, can sometimes happen six times over Sukkot, can sometimes happen seven times over Sukkot. So now, there are seven days of Sukkot. In any given seven days, you're guaranteed a Shabbos. So, depending on when the Shabbos is, will determine if we do these mitzvahs for the entire Sukkot or we take off for Shabbos. And that is because each one of these has one special day. The first day is special for Lulav. We have to see why. And the seventh day, we know it was Hashanah Rabbah, is special for our Rav. So if its special day comes out on Shabbos, then we do it even on Shabbos. And that's how you can have Lulav or Arava for seven days. So if Lulav, which its special day is the first day of Sukkot, comes out on Shabbos, we will do Lulav on Shabbos. And if Lulav is done on Shabbos, if Lulav is done on Shabbos, we will have seven <coughs> days of Lulav that year. But if the first day of Sukkot is not Shabbos, the first day of Sukkot is any other day of the week, and Shabbos falls out on one of the other days of Sukkot, then we will not do Lulav on Shabbos. And we have to discuss why. We will discuss why tonight. And therefore, we will not do Lulav that year on Shabbos. We will be missing a day. And that is how we will only have six days of Lulav that year. And the same thing is true for our Rava if Shabbos falls out on the seventh day of Sukkot. That is the first sentence in the Mishnah. Ha-halal v'ha-simcha. Saying halal and participating in simcha. Um, so halal, we know what halal is. We say halal every single day of Sukkot. We do not say halal every single day of Pesach. We only say halal the first day of Pesach, or if you're in America, the first two days of Pesach. Um, what we say the rest of the time is Chatzei Halal doesn't count. And we say Halal every single day of Sukkot. Rashi says, not what you think, Rashi says, you're thinking Maisigel, the Tevin Shira. Rashi says, because since every day of Sukkot is a new Yantif, therefore every day warrants its own Halal. That's what we say Halal every single day of Sukkot. And now that, of course, is irregardless of Shabbos. And therefore, you will always have a full Sukkot. And for that matter, Shmini Atzeres to say halal, so you have eight days of halal. Veha simcha. And there is an Indian of simcha. So Rashi says, what is simcha? Simcha is basar shlamim. Um, 
So nothing to do with people say that nowadays to eat meat on Yantif. So that is a big shiloh. That's a machlekes achreinim, based on machlekes rishaynim. Whether or not non-shlamim meat is simple. So the Gemara in Chagiga says that what, is a, what do we do nowadays that we don't have basar shlamim? So the Gemara says you buy um, nice clothing for your wife, which I'm sure everyone was makayim, and you buy candies, or the Gemara says nuts, for your kids, but that's because they didn't have sugar in those days. But you buy candies for your kids. So they ask, and what about yourself? So it's a machlekes. It's a machlekes. Some say you can be yaitse, since we don't have shlamim anymore, you can be yaitse with meat. The other opinion is no. If it's not shlamim, meat doesn't count, which is why you're, and the Germans know about this, which is why you're able to have milchik meals on yontif, because if it's not basar shlamim, there's no way you need to have fleshiks if you don't hold like that sheet. But if you don't do it with meat, you must do it with wine. And that's the more pushit way of being that you have wine. So, um, so people that are very makbara mitzvahs have wine every night of chalamayim um, and every night of sukkahs and every night of Pesach because you have to be for eight days, it says. And the simplest way to be say is wine. Just have wine and meat. You'll be yaitzim with all Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. But then you have to have pleasures every night, which... So said, take one for the team. Um, <laughs> so, halav asimcha shmoim. Sukkah v'nisachamayim. Sukkah and nisachamayim. Nisachamayim, we'll get to more in the fifth parak. Nisachamayim is a special aveda reserved for the morning carbon tumid of sukkahs. Every morning of the year, Shabbos Yantif Yom Kippur, we bring a carbon tumid. And every carbon tumid comes with nisachayayim. You have to do Nisachayayin with every carbon tamid. The tamid on Sukkis also comes with Nisachamayim, which is special for Sukkis, which is the Yantif of water. And we'll talk about that when we get there. So we bring a special carbon of Nisachamayim every morning of Sukkis. And these two things happen also on Shabbos as well, but not on Shemini Atzeres. So they will always be seven days. Sukkah is for seven days, even if it's Shabbos. And Nisachamayim is seven days, even if it's Shabbos. Based on this, wa- on this water that we pour, there was a Shefa of Nevuah, and there was a Shefa, there was all sorts of extra Simchas, so they would have a Simchas Beis HaSheva every night. Simchas Beis HaSheva means the pouring. And therefore they would have a party every night in the Beis HaMikdash, We'll discuss it in detail in the fifth parak, but that party would have special instruments called chalilim. So a chalil, which is never deicha yontif or Shabbos, so you do it every night of chalamayit. So now, if Shabbos fell out on yontif, so you kill two birds with one stone. It's what the kids call a good chalamayit. That there's no Shabbos on chalamayit, so you have then you have six nights of chalamayit. So you'll have a chalil, you have a simchas beis for all six nights. If Shabbos didn't fall on Yantif, so you're not going to have Simchas Be'eshev on Yantif, and you're not going to have Simchas Be'eshev on Shabbos Chalamayid, so it goes down to five. So Chalil could happen either five or six. Now, for the rest of the parak, we're going to explain each one of these halachas. <laughs> Lulav, Shiva, Ketzad. How would it work to have Lulav for seven days? 
In other words, Rashi says, we're asking how does Lulav on Shabbos work itself out? Says the Gemara, Yont Varishan, Shechaliyais. It was Shechag. First, they have six Shechaliyais, B'Shabbos, Tafazan, and Shabbos. Lulav is Shiva. You would shake Lulav that year seven days with Shachaliyamim, Shisha. Arava Shiva Ketzad. How would you have seven days of Arava? Like we said, Yom Shvi Sha'arava. If Hashan Arava falls out on Shabbos, so that's its special day, so then you would even do the Arava on Shabbos. Shechaliyah is B'Shabbos. Then you would have Arava Shiva. V'Sha'akal Yom Shisha. Now, this is what I meant to say. How do you have Lulav on Shabbos? Mitzvah's Lulav Ketzad. Some say with Shabbos, some say without if the first day of Sukkot fell out on Shabbos, everyone would bring up their lulav to Harabayas early. Everyone would bring up their lulav to Harabayas early. Now, I should point out, I should point out, it's been again on and off for a little while, that we discussed the mitzvah of Lulav being Dairaisa in the base of Migdash for all seven days, which it is. The Ramam in Pirish Mishnaya says that all of Yerushalayim has a din of Beis Migdash and Lulav is Dairaisa for all seven days in Yerushalayim, which has huge ramifications nowadays, because nowadays, <coughs> even though we don't have a Beis Migdash, we definitely have Yerushalayim. And there are people that are makbid to go, Sheikh Lulav and Esrik in the old city, in like the old city which was Yerushalayim back in the day, on, on uh, Sukkot, on Cholomite Sukkot, because every day, according to this Pirish Mishnais, every day is their rice. So that leaves one question. That leaves one question. So then why do people go to the Beis HaMikdash like we see now? If every day it's Dairais in Yerushalayim, what was special about the Beis HaMikdash? So Ramesha says that, Ramesha explains that there's a special din of Smachtum of Hashem Lekechem Shivas Yamim. The Torah says that there's a special din, that this din of going to the Beis HaMikdash on the first day has nothing to do with the Dairais of the Beis HaMikdash in the Rambam. Because in the Rambam, it's Dairais all seven days anywhere in Yerushalayim. This is a different din of the Smachtum of Hashem Lekechem Shivas Yamim. This did to go to the base of Migdash. But no, I'll, no, because that, that's not, it's not by the other Rebellions, only by the Dalad Min. You have to be able to regular. Yeah, to be able to let's say you're the regular first, then you should still go to the Shiva Siyavim. Yeah, with Luluf and Esri. And you're going to say Aliyah the without Luluf and Esri, this you're going to say with Luluf and Esri. It's a different din than Stam Aliyah the Okay. Okay. So it's different din than Stam Aliyah Okay. So, what do they used to do? On Erev Yant, if they would go, they would bring the Lulav of Tarabais, and the Gaboyim, Mikabon Mehem, would take their Lulavim from them, they would place them, spread them out on a bench, which means the um, outside of Harabais had a covered bench, which means, you know, like, excuse the image, it looked like a bus stop, which means a bus stop is like a covered, you know, I wasn't there, but like the, the pictures they have, it's like, you know, a covered roof, 
There's a bench inside a cover roof, but picture like a bus stop around the entire around the entire expanse of Harabayas, there was a covered bench. So they used to use that bench, which was covered, to lay down everybody in Kal Yisrael's lulav. And everyone would deposit a lulav into the system on Arab Shabbos. And the Gemara says, Vazkane, and we'll see why in a second, the old people that were scared of getting trampled in tomorrow's rush, Manichanes Shalahem Balishka, would place their lulavim in a special room. And they would teach all the people to say, Anybody who gets my lulav, <coughs> it is his b'matana. So everybody, yeah, I'll tell you one thing, I ain't spending $300 on a lulav, that's, that's what's happening to it. <laughs> so everybody would be giving their lulav to whoever got it as a matana. It's like a birthday party with the grab bag, you know, like, <laughs> you see how little you could get and wrap it nicely. Um, now, like is this. Is there an issue of making a Kenyan on Oh, so there's a lot, <clears throat> there's a lot, so making a Kenyan on Shabbos, we generally don't mind if it's for a mitzvah. Um, but there's a bigger issue of the, the lumdus of the Kenyan. In other words, how exactly does this Kenyan work? Namely, namely, we know, we had in the beginning of the third paragraph, and it's really a second of a combo, that you need two ingredients in order to affect a transaction on something. You need shaloi and rishusa. It needs to be yours and in your property. So the question is, so let's say, you know, just for argument's sake, I deposited it in a lulav and you picked it up. So how, you know, mamish practically, how does this Kenyan work? I'm fine, I'm not mad at you if you take it, but how exactly did I give it to you? So Yish, Yish, so he stole it, and then it's Shoal, then Yish, Kedi doesn't work. You need a Hakna. Yeah, Yish, I had a time. You need it. well, you need, first of all, Yish. First of all, one second, one second, one second. Yish doesn't work when something's still in your Rishos. Yish can work on something that is not in your Rishos. So how is it not in your Rishos? So, and where, whose Rishos was it in in the middle? This Kingdom, no, this Kingdom are separate. They're in the room. So, so he was so he was kind of from Hefker. So then, how come the Mishnah says that's fine? But the Mishnah says, I give it to him as a matana. No, you didn't. That's not your prescription. Your prescription is, I was mafkirit, and he was kind of on his own. Yeah, but they're seeing it at the time of the deposit. Yeah, but then it's not a matana because he didn't get it. It's a matana at the time he picks it up. But isn't everybody hoping that they're really going to get their own? Yeah, but you're crazy. You know, like that's <laughs> I like you know, that, but you know, <laughs> if he happens to get mine before I get to it, yeah, but there's no we had, there, there, there wasn't even any system. No one put it. No one knew where it went. They didn't give you give it to the chazanah. They didn't have all the bags with your name on it like that. Right, right. Or now, like you know, that's, that's the key of shalachem. That everybody should oh, be everyone. Yeah, so, so, so the question... Bizarre. Yeah, bizarre. So the Shagas Aryeh as a vart, Shagas Aryeh is a massive Kiddush. I don't know if any of you have uh, kids that get that are getting bar mitzvah before Sukkot. It's like a great bar mitzvah shuttle with the Shagas Aryeh prepackaged. Um, 
You know, it's been Yisrael say Shag is not I don't know why, but it, it is. Um, you know, like, you know, like, it's not Shato Fela Shag Yeah, it's not Shato Fela So the Shag is says, Meyerdik, Shag says that the only time you need this requirement of, of Hakna needing to be in your Rishus is when if it's not in your Rishus involuntarily, that's a problem. But if the reason it's not in your Rishus is voluntarily, that's fine. Which means, so to speak, as follows. When, let's say I steal something of yours. Right? I take your yarmulke and I hide it somewhere else. Then you can't be makhnet to somebody because your Rishus is like violated. Like, so therefore, there's some like, type of a relinquishment of ownership. Like, Vibal, it was taken out of your shus against your will, so your connection to it is that much more tenuous. Mashiach came, if this neutral zone that it's in, if this non-rishus that it's in was done with your will, if this medium place, that's not your rishus, but not someone else's rishus that stole it from you, was done on purpose... You could be mocking it. So, you know, very practically, very practically, let's say I tell you, listen, I don't want to be seen giving you this matana. I put a package on the park bench over there. And please take it. That's a hakna. That's a nasina. Which means even though it's not in my rishus when I give it to you, it's in a neutral zone. Not mine, not yours, not stolen. I still can be makna something not in my rishus. So this rule that we've been taught forever in every Gemara Shas, is only when it was a violation of your rishos. But if it's in this neutral zone, voluntarily, then you can be mocked. That's what the Shagasari says to answer this procedure. Why does it need to be said at the time of deposit? Why can't it be said in the morning? You come, you don't find yours. That's what it is said. Some labor in the morning, yeah. or no. whenever. It sounds like you're saying it when they Yeah, when they come, yeah. Yeah. It's time to get until then. Anyway, so that's the Shah Says the Gemara. So the next day, Mashkim they came to Migdash. And like, you know, so you can imagine the mad rush. So the Gabayim, rather than allow people to stampede, they would throw out the lulavim to keep to the crowd. And when you're throwing stuff to a crowd, it keeps it at bay. It's like a good way to keep the ilum, you know. You throw out stuff, the ilum, like, you know, tries to catch it. So the ilum would be throwing, the gabayim would be throwing the lulavim out to the crowd. Chazan and Zark and they machatvin. And they would grab their lulav and, you know, there was some elbowing. Umakin ishes and people used to hit each other in order to get the lulav. Even though I'm sure there was assurances, don't worry, there's enough for everybody. You know, there'll be enough for everybody. There's a lulav Yeah. I don't know if any of you went to like the um, Sia Mishnais and the Pirche thing when oh, you were a kid in Kamenetz. It's like, that's like the um, picture that I have in my mind over here. <laughs> You're like, yeah, in the front. What if all the smart people didn't bring the day before they just showed up? Right, yeah, yeah. so and it was probably one year that happened, and like then they entrusted. When Bezdin saw that this is just becoming dangerous, they said, you know what? 
No one brings your lulav on Shabbos anymore. Just shake it home and come to show without a lulav. You can't carry in a city that has... Oh, like that we're going to get to right now. Oh, if it has, yeah, the, that's not... Why a, didn't they just make the Rishalayim... Uh, isn't it already set up almost that you could carry inside? So, this, so that, that's a, a big sug in Erevin. Yushalayim has Rosh Hashanah that goes... Yushalayim is, is tailor-made for a, a, um, a Rosh Hashanah. I mean, just very, 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 very quickly. I'm not sure I have time to talk about this. Um, what ruins a city for an Arab is not that your street is a Rosh Hashanah. It's that your street can go to another street that can go to another street that is a Rosh Hashanah. So the fact that a, uh, you know, Coney Island exists or an Ocean Parkway exists or an FDR drive exists makes East 19th a problem. A, a problem. Now, East 19th by the dead end is okay because that's a mother. But like a, a through street that is only one street off of Ocean Parkway, your, your friends that are catios aside, uh, but um, the, the, the fact that it has access to a Rosh Hashanah makes the whole city bad. So Yushalayim had a, had a Rosh Hashanah that went straight through it from end to end. The question is, they closed the gates, I think, once a year. This is more error. And the question is, does the fact that they closed the gates very infrequently make that or is that too bad it's and you cannot change it so it's not it's not an option says the Gemara when they saw that it was becoming dangerous they said you know what everyone take your own love at home and just don't bring it to Shul that day that is the mission. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. I don't understand. You just gave up on six days of Dairaisa, which means Lulav in the Besan Migdash is the exact same every day. There's nothing special about the first day. We just spent a whole mission, or half of a mission, of discussing how are we going to work out the first day of Sukkot if it falls out on Shabbos. But if day two, three, four, five, six, seven falls out on Shabbos, no Luluf. <coughs> no Luluf. No Luluf. If any other day besides the first day of Sukkot falls out on Shabbos, there will be no Luluf that year, that day. No Luluf on Shabbos. Now the question is, what's wrong with taking a Luluf on Shabbos? Says the Gemara, am I all it is is muktza. Tiltu ba'almahu. All it is is muktza. Vilidchi Shabbos. It should be daycha Shabbos. Which means, what's the problem? We're talking about a lulav. We're talking about picking up a lulav. Now I'll explain the cash like Tysus first. It says Tysus, worst case scenario. A lulav <coughs> is nasty. It's a piece of wood. And it's usser to take on Shabbos. It's a branch. You want to pick up a branch on Shabbos. Why? Because it's Drabonin. It's Drabonin. It's Muktza. So asks the Gemara, you are sacrificing, except on the first day, but if day two falls out on Shabbos, three, four, five, six, seven falls out on Shabbos, no Lulav that day. It's basically English. You should be shaking Lulav. You're not. Why? Because it's Muktza. Who cares? So it's a Drabonin. Am I tiltal ba'almahu? All it is is dura banan, velitri shabbos. 
It should push off Shabbos. It should push off the Durabonin of Shabbos. That's how the Taisus explains Kasher. The Ritva goes one up. The Ritva says, it's necessary for a mitzvah, so it's not mux at all. The Ritva says, you need it for a mitzvah. Which means, like for instance, tefillin. It's like a catch right too. You know why tefillin is mux on Shabbos? Because we don't, take, we don't wear tefillin on Shabbos. But if we would wear tefillin on Shabbos, they wouldn't be mukta. So, if you need something for a mitzvah, it's not mukta. Same questions about Shaifah? We'll say Shaifah for two seconds, yes. So says the Gemara, <coughs> why, okay, you are focusing on the first day. You are focusing on the first day. How to accommodate Lulav the first day of Sukkot. How do we get around the carrying issue, which we have to discuss, but the rest of Yantif, even if we get around the carrying issue, even if we leave our lulav in the Bishamikdash, sorry, no lulav, the rest of Yantif. Why? What would be so bad if you took lulav on the second day of Sukkot, that's Shabbos? You'd be doing a little mukta. Mukta's only drabbanam. Worst case scenario. Lulav is dairaisa. Let the dairaisa of lulav, let the dairaisa of lulav. Be mevatel the drabbanon of of mukta. So what? It's drabbanon. I need to do a dairaisa. Says the Gemara. Omar Rabba says the famous Rabba, Gezeira. We make gezeira, and we drabbanon tell you, ditch the dairaisa, because we're afraid. You're right. Taking lulav per se is nothing bad. It's just mukta. <laughs> Taken the lulav per se is just muksa. We're afraid you're going to do something worse. What are you going to do worse? <clears throat> you're going to walk with it in Rosh Hashanah. Amar Gzeira Shema Yitlenu Biyadai. You're going to take it in your hand. V'yelech Eitzel Baki, and you will take it to a rav lilmaid to learn. So Rashi says either to learn how to shake it or what bracha to make. And we're afraid you're going to take the lulav and be mechal Shabbos by carrying it for Amos Rishon Therefore, because of the chash of that, because we're worried about that, we tell you, you know what? You know what? Better don't take lulav. Even though it's a deraisa today in the Beis HaMikdash. And actually taking it would only be a violation of a derabon and of mukta. Still don't take it. And that's why if the first day of Rosh Hashanah falls out on Shabbos, we don't blow Shafer for the same reason. And that's why if the 15th of Adar in Rishalayim falls out on Shabbos, we do not lay in Megillah on Shabbos. Shouldn't this only be a problem at the first day of Shabbos, not the second day, because you already did it the first day? Oh, so you're saying you won't have to ask the rabbi the shiloh. <laughs> Good point. You're slow learning. Right, so, so, that, so that's, that's good if Rashi would not, and people shout on this, if Rashi would not have said what you're asking the rabbi. So yeah, shilohs could come up all the time. But Rashi said what you're asking the rabbi, which gives his kasha a lot more meat. Rashi says, little mites, the bottom Rashi on Ahmed Bey's, how to shake it or what bracha to make. So I guess the only answer, like I told Avi, the only answer is the guy's a slow study. 
And like, you know, like you he didn't get it, you know, it was a shvara from my grief. You didn't get it. Right, so that's the first day. Second day is more. Yeah, you're listening. Some people Russia's need a couple days, you know? Right, no, but that's not going to stop a guy from being Bechal Shabbos. I'm not he's saying that we're so, Rashi's saying that we're so worried things that, once you pick it up, you're in the mitzvah. Uh, they asked that. They, 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 anyway. Yeah, they asked that. They asked that. They asked that, yeah. You're right. But remember, we're dealing with Kanamaritz. So those, he didn't know that he's not Yetzi. We're, we're, we're dealing the mind of an Amaritz. But we're not worried if it's split or <laughs> not. That, that, that's yeah, that would be a, a nice I chat. I think that would yeah. be much... Yeah, but Rashi, that's it. Good point. You Rashi, say Rashi, 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 if you can make a breath on this slow. Yeah, so I hear. I hear. Yeah, I hear. 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 Um, carry. One is a Hitzah for Shiyach Sarab, and one is carrying for Amos Sarab for Sen. Rashi says that the reason the Gemara didn't pick taking it from Shiyach to Sarab or vice versa is because there the requirements, the criteria to meet are much less likely he will do them. But but walking down Amos Sarabim is pretty straightforward and like. You probably will meet those criteria. You don't need a Kira You do need a Kira Rashi used that to answer why it says this, even, not that. Even if I'm going for Well, yes, so you will not have. No, each step is a friend. Even like Rabbi says, each step is an Akira But you don't need an Akira and Hanacha by Yavirim Dalam Shram. Only when you're doing Malacha Mitzah, you need a Kira and Hanacha. That's Mama Shorashi says. That's Mama Shorashi says. So the Gemara says, okay, that, that's terrible. We don't want anyone to be Mechal Shabbos. If you're so worried that people are going to be Mechal Shabbos, then why do you allow anyone to take rule of the first day of Yantav, even though it's Shabbos? Says the Mariachi Yantav Rishin Nami. So then prohibit the taking, like we do nowadays, prohibit the taking of Lul of an Esrig on the first day also. Or it says, well, what can happen? You have to take in your house. We said at the end of the Mishnah. Rishai. First day. say, stay home. So the Gemara says, You're right. In the end, you stayed home. But for many years, they went to the base of Mikdash. They had those fist fights. But you didn't stay oh, home. Change the Takana. Change the second, the second day and on. Not the Takana. Yeah, okay. But no, it sounds like it's saying one thing. Says the Gemara. Ella like this. Rishayim de'isei menater The first day which is such a special mitzvah that even outside of the Beis HaMikdash you have to do it on the first day, it shows that even though, in other words, we were on the assumption all seven days in the Beis HaMikdash are the same. They're not. They're not. First day in the Beis HaMikdash is more special. Why? Because there's a mitzvah in Chutzlaretz to take the first day in the Arisa. So the first day in the Beis HaMikdash 
is an even more special mitzvah, and we're not inclined, and we're not inclined to be mavatolit. We're not inclined to be mavatolit. Rishon the isim menater bigvulin leklas berabonah. The rabbis did not want to be geyser that you shouldn't take. Hanach the last of menater bigvulin. The rest of the days that. Lamaisa, you don't have to do them in Chutzarts. So then, Gazarabana, we could stop it in the Beis Hamikdash. We'll go over this Tarot. I want to stop to give the Chazar. We'll go over this Tarot tomorrow. We'll start with this Tarot tomorrow. This last Tarot. Stronger than Shaifer? You don't say that by Shaifer. Shaifer al-Khair is a stronger mitzvah. We need the Yes, you know the Archoner. You don't have a dog. You know the Archoner. The Archoner says, the Archoner says, the famous thing <laughs> so we we started last night discussing the evolution, which even when we finish today, we'll see is not complete, of how and when we dealt with shaking lulav on shabbos. So the Gemara pointed out last night that our Mishnah said you only allow to shake lulav on shabbos if Shabbos is the first day of Sukkot. If Shabbos is not the first day of Sukkot, it could come out any other day, month, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the second, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. If Shabbos is any of the other days, you do not shake Lulam on Shabbos. So Gemara said, what's wrong, says the Gemara, I mean, it's only Muktza. So we explain that two ways. Ritva says, it's not even Muktza, because it's a mitzvah. Taisa says, it's Muktza. Um, Someone asks, I forgot where I saw this. Someone asked, I don't understand. A lulav is a broom. And a broom's not muks on Shabbos. So why is a lulav muks on Shabbos? So the answer to that is very simple. It's not a broom yet. It's a future broom. So until it like actually opens up. Right, in those days it was muks on Shabbos. And those in the dirt floors. Yeah, or you don't flatten it out. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. There is certain floors are awesome, but, but a broom itself would not be looked so, you know, let's say you have a floor, you're a fancy guy. Right? Let's say, you know... It, you mean, you mean no floor? Yeah. Um, so, so anyway, so what's wrong? It's look, so worst case scenario. Says the Gemara, it's a special takana, shemi yabirenu, daladamus b'shus so the Gemara said, okay, this is where we're going to pick up tonight. That's terrible. That, that you're right. That is a very, 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 very legitimate fear. We don't want a person to carry a... We don't want a person to carry on Shabbos. So the Gemara says to them, we should have enforced this takon even on the first day of Sukkot. Even if the first day is Shabbos, we should have enforced this. So the Gemara says a fascinating svar. Ella will pick up Fifth line on Mem Gemolav. El Arishin the Isim and Atayr Bigvulin. The first day of Sukkot is such a special day. Vaharaya, Vaharaya. There's a mitzvah to shake lulav outside of the base of Mikdash, like the Rambam we spoke of the first night outside of Yerushalayim. There's a mitzvah to shake lulav outside the base of Mikdash. So therefore, the lulav of the first day is a more special mitzvah. I mean, this is fascinating. It's fascinating. Let me ask you a question. If, if you shake lulav in the Beis HaMikdash on the first day of Sukkot, do you get two mitzvahs? No. 
No. But still, somehow, the fact that the mitzvah of Lulav on the first day is universal, it's so chashiv, Chazal didn't want to chapter with it. Chazal did not want to be mevatel it. So the first day of Sukkot is just so special, although in the Besam English it's the same mitzvah, first, second, third, fourth, seventh day. It's the exact same mitzvah, but for whatever reason, Chazal felt that since it's a universal mitzvah, we do not want to play with it. So that we left alone. Rish and the Isam and the first day of Sukkot, which again has nothing to do with what you're doing in the Besam English. But by the fact that it's a universal mitzvah is evidence of how special the first day is, Legos Rabbanan. The Rabbanan did not want to chapel with it. They did not want to play with it, therefore they didn't make it zero. Hanach, the rest of the days of Sukkot, because in America there's no mitzvah on the rest of the days, so therefore we're willing to chapel with it in the base of English. Hanach, the last the rest of the days of Sukkot, which is not minhatayra outside of the Beis Hamikdash, then goes Rabbanon even in the Beis Hamikdash. Now that's the Gemara again. Like as you can tell from me reading it, I, I'm not a hundred percent comfortable with the Swara, but as I state, Rashi brings up a very important point, which you know something we're all familiar with, but like it bears repeating. Rashi says, "So what? So the rabbis had a concern. So the rabbis came along and threw their rice in the garbage." They're mavatal deraisa. This is not a joke. It says, well, yes, they're mavatal deraisa b'shev al taisa, which they have the power to. Which means Chazal would never go and say, long term, do an avera. They would never say, do an avera. But, but, they would say, don't do a mitzvah. That the chachamim have the power to say, don't do a mitzvah. And yes, the answer to that question is yes. Hazal, we're mavatal deris. Hazal, mavatal deris. So says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Okay. So, now let's swing the other way. The first day of Sukkot is so important. It is such a hush of a mitzvah, evidenced by the fact that it's universal. It's even in America. So the first day of Sukkot is such a hush of a mitzvah. So. We let it be done even on Shabbos. So how come nowadays we don't do it on Shabbos? If so, nowadays also. If so, nowadays also, we should shake Lulav on the first day of Sukkot, even if it's Shabbos, because it's such a chash of a mitzvah. Says the Gemara, here's the issue. Anan loyadinan bikviyusa diyarcha. We, Anan, Loyadina, do not know how exactly to establish the months. So we have an issue on our hand. Comes the first day of Sukkot. One thing I can tell you is for sure Shabbos. Whether or not it's Tesvav uh, Tishrei, I don't know. Could be on a day off. Could be only a Dal Tishrei. So therefore, here in America, I know it's Shabbos, but I don't know it's Sukkot. That's why I keep two days. No, Shulchan don't reach Tesvav. 
Nirvana. See Nirvana. It doesn't matter when you see Nirvana. It matters when they're in Bezdin. No, then you know, right? But then you don't need to worry. It's Russian. By by tenth month, you already know that it's Russian. You don't even have to wait for that necessarily. You already know. If the shluchim reach, yeah, if not, not. The machim that the shluchim don't reach, we don't know. The machim, the shluchim, the shluchim don't reach America. The furthest place they sent shluchim was two weeks. But then why do we have two days? Ellie, why do we have two days Sukkot and two days Pesach? Why do we have Sukkot Because of because of because of the the, the shluchim because we aren't sure. Right. About, I understand that. So whatever you're not sure about, you don't know when Sukkot is. That's until then as well. It doesn't you know for sure already. So why do we have two days Sukkot? Why do we still have? No, then, ever. Because we don't know. Because the Shluchim didn't reach. So says the Gemara, that's why we have today's Yontem. So says the Gemara, the first day of Sukkot is for sure Shabbos. It's maybe not Sukkot. So I can't have you risk being Mechal Shabbos for Suffolk being Yetzel Lulav. Because if it's not Sukkot, you shouldn't be doing Lulav. So therefore, says the Gemara, the Sveika de Yume doesn't allow me to be Mechal Shabbos. And that's why in America, even on the first day of Sukkot, even though we know it's Sochashiv, if I would know it's Sukkot, I would tell you to take on Shabbos. I just don't know it's Sukkot. And I know it's Shabbos. Which means, the, remember, the original problem Shemi Yaviren. We're willing to forego. What's fake, fake? It's not because if it's not Shabbos. It's not Mishabbos. You're not sure. And then on top of that, what are you going to do? It's not Mishabbos. It's not Mishabbos. Fake, fake has to be Mishabbos. Fake, fake has to be reversible. You have to be able to start it from either side. Otherwise, it's not a fake, fake. Shabbos, go for So, this is not Mishabbos. Because if, it, if it's Yantar, if it's not Shabbos, you can't, it doesn't work both ways. There's opposite directions. One's... You're saying, let's say, right, it's Vade Shabbos. You're saying, Suffolk if it's Sukkot, and Suffolk if you're gonna carry it. Well, if it's not Shabbos, if it's, if it's not Sukkot, yeah, it's not, it's not two Sukkot that complicate each other. It's not really, it's not, you know, it doesn't have, the Sukkot stuff, it doesn't take away from this or Right, but it's not a bad cash. Let me do it. I have to do it too quickly. I'll have that on record. Let me think of it. That's what I said. At first, well, let me answer. But it's not Chil Shabbos to take it. It's Chil oh, Shabbos that means well, we're, we're, all, we're under the umbrella of Shemi Avirev, meaning the main problem is Shemi Avirev. But that now, Shemi Avirev was only in Durabana. Uh, there's no Durabana. We said Tilt Obama. We're, right. we're willing to ditch the Durabana. So that's what we changed to Shemi Avirev. So we're, all, we're now in the Shemi Avirev world, which Hazal Mental takes seriously. Right. On day two, three, four, five. Eight. Right, fine. But what about on day, day two, one? three, four, five, six, seven. What but happened? on day one, we ditched Shemi Yagirenu. So we're asking why in America... Only when we know it's day one. If we're right. not sure, then Exactly, not. exactly. That's the answer. Why in America, we're not willing to ditch Shemi Yagirenu. Says the Gemara. Okay, so that answers America. How about Eretz Yisrael? Where Eretz Yisrael, they always have one day young Because they know what Rish Chaydash is. <laughs> okay, so them in Eretz Yisrael, who knows when the first day of Yontif is, it should be Daicha. And therefore, on the first day of Sukkot in 
even though it's Shabbos in Eretz Yisrael, where they keep one day up and say they're sure it's Sukkot, you should shake on Shabbos. Says more, you're right. And Chanami, you do, you do, you do. You shake. Even now. No, I'm saying the Gemara said Yeah, the Gemara. Yes. Why don't we? We'll talk about Texas in one sec. But the answer to your question is yes. This Gemara just finished. It's going to bring a Ryan out. It's done. The Gemara is saying yes. In Eretz Yisrael, you would take Lulav on the first day of Yantav, even if it's Shabbos, because of how great the first day Yantav is. And let's just prove it. The Tanan Chad, we learned in one Mishnah, B'Yantav Rishon Shachag Shachal Yis B'Shabbos, on the first day, that came on in Shabbos, Kolom Melichan Esluvayim L'Harabayis. Our Mishnah says, they all brought the Lulavim to B'Shamikish. The Tanan Idach, and we learned in another Vraisa, L'Beis HaKanesis. You take it to Shul. Well, one second, why doesn't it say Besamikdash? Oh, because there is no Besamikdash anymore. And the only place you're taking it is to Shul. And you still do it on Shabbos. Shmamina, you still do it on Shabbos. Kam Bismanch Besamikdash Kayim is when it said you bring it to the Besamikdash. Kam Bismanch Eina Besamikdash Kayim, even when the Besamikdash is not around anymore, you still take Lulo on the first day of Shabbos in the Tenerife Israel. That's what it says you bring it to the Shul. Shmamina, good proof. End of Gemara. End of the Gemara. So the Gemara is saying as follows. The Gemara is saying that the reason we don't take Lulav on 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 if it falls on Shabbos is because we're afraid you're going to carry. The first day of Sukkot is so special because they take Lulav in China and in America. So you would even take it on Shabbos. The reason we don't is because we don't know if it's the first day of Sukkot. But if you would know it's the first day of Sukkot, you would take it even on Shabbos. So ends the Gemara. Why can't, why can't you say that so basic Knesset meant, meant out of your Shalem and Eretz Yisrael? You knew it. You got to them. But we, I, we answered that they're in a, in a Baki Bikfius of the Archa. So you are. No, so not, no, not about out of Eretz Yisrael. Out of your Shalem. I mean, they knew, they still knew, because that the Shluchim reached all of our That's what they did. That's where the two weeks lasted. No, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, but then that's where that lasted. The two weeks lasted in Eretz Yisrael. That's what I'm talking about. So you could sit and I'm just saying the Lush of Beis Aknesis could refer to that. Yeah, it is. That's what it is referring to. You're saying when the Beis Aknesis was still around. Oh, yeah, but I wouldn't use the same fact, talking about the same time, and use a different place. Why? Because if the point is that you take it even on Shabbos, say Besamekdash. Mm-hmm. Why would it change Lashayim's? There it is. Something's got to give Besamekdash. Time Besamekdash? Good question. Good question. Good question. I mean, well, people, people thought that they died, but they didn't have to. Yeah. Good question. Because we don't find Usher two levels in Shaykh. Yeah. We don't find it's like it's, it's very unique to Sukkot, which again, I'm not claiming I understand it as far how it affects English. But but this is we this I could say, we do find this two 
this like underscoring of the first day of Sukkot by Lulav. There's a whole other mitzvah that beside the mitzvah is in English. There's even if it's in America, that's a chashurit. Chazal don't want to check with it. What's wrong with the pasuk that says there's something special about the first day? Why do we have to come on to that? We're doing it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something special about the first day. I'm not sure what Asher just said, but the blue shayfer originally on outside of Yerushalayim. Yes, that's a mishnah. And it's a remembly history. We will come up from Sheish Bezdin. They will blow shayfer even on Shabbos. Either in Bezdin or come up from Sheish Bezdin. It's Machlokes Tanaim in the mishnah. Yeah, yeah. So, that's our Gemara. Tysus points out, like you're pointing out, at least, that uh, it's not really true. If you want to look in Tysus for a minute, Tysus in who, you know, two-thirds of the way down the page, Ein Maskana Zu Kaima. The Maskana of this Gemara, which we definitely arrived at, does not stand. The Lakaman Maskinan, later we come out, Kevin the Ladidam Ladachi, 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 we were very uncomfortable with this non-uniformity. You know, we weren't that Jews like uniformity. And like, we were very uncomfortable with this like hodgepodge. There, they do it on the first day. There, they don't see, see, you know what? Since here, play you in Baltimore, you too, we do not do it on the first day of circus. In the Shlain they won't do it on the first day of circus either. Just uniformity. So the, the maskana of the Gemara over here, the longness of the Gemara here is definitely true. We opted for one flat rule, one flat rate for everybody later, and that's going to be a Suga Mandalid. We'll get there. But, um, but says Taisvis, if the maskan of this Gemara sounds like unfamiliar to you who have been in Eretz Yisrael for Sukkis, that's why. That's why. Okay. That is the end of that lumps. Now we have to figure out, now we have to figure out all these dinner that we took for granted. The Isam and Atar Begvulim Minon. Mandel, how do you know you shake Lulav on the first day of Sukkot outside of Eretz? So maybe, you know, you, you learn Chinuch. And, uh, and you know, half of them it says the Chinuch ends. You know? So, says, says, says the Gemara, maybe Lulav is one of those mitzvahs that is only in the place of English. How do you know we shake Lulav Begvulim not on not on the first day of on the first day of Sukkot, not in the basic English. The Isim and Atar Bigvomino, the Tanya, like we learned in the Bryce. Vulakahtem, first word in the Pasik. Vulakahtem. You have to take the Lulov Shitela Kihabiakalachabacha. Every single person has to take his own Lulov. It's not a mitzvah of Bezdin. It's not a mitzvah of the Tsibur. Every single individual person has to take a Lulov. Lachem, the next word in the Pasik is yours, Mishalachem. It has to belong to you. Lachaiti has a shuttle versus a gazel. This excludes a borrowed blue versus stolen. Biyoim, it says on the day, the first day, no matter when it is, Vafilu Bishabbos. Even when the first day is on Shabbos. Says the Gemara, Rishain, on the Firbiyam Harishan, Biyam Rishain, on the first day, Afilu Bigvulin. Even in Chutzah, that's what the Pusik says you will take Lulav in Baltimore on Shabbos on the first day of Sukkot. Harishain. Even though the Pusik says Not this Pusik. Not this Pusik. Not this Pusik. That's the base of Migdash Pusik. Am I wrong? No, it's the same Pusik. 
Kappas Marmach Mephitz. Oh, you're, you're 100% right. Smart the other person is Smach Mephitz from Shivas Yom. You're right. So Mendel. No, no, this is Shivas Yom. Yes, yeah, so the, so, but it's still a steer. <laughs> I keep escaping with my life. Um, it, it's, 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 I'm still alive. It's, it's, that's still a steer. So why does it be a Marisha and Shivas Yom? So you have to be Mukim, one's going to Bissam, one's going. I'm not. It sounds like I'm making this up. I'm not. I just didn't get it the first two tries. <laughs> Uh, but I promise it's the truth. <laughs> no, seriously, man. Like, we, okay. we had we you just had this. Yeah. This is going in the third paragraph. Okay. Rashi brought in the third paragraph. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. But uh, I'll tell you the truth. No, I'm Like this shop is beyond my shops, Risha and I feel a big wound. Okay. By the way, Mendel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good machina bacher, like you should ask. Usher. A Talmud of Rebbe Rosenham should ask from the Taz. I wasn't in the machina. That's probably what oh, I was that's right. The, ta- the Taz has a say. The Taz, the Taz has a say that the rabbis could do anything as long as it doesn't directly contradict the pasuk. And here, the, the pasuk itself is saying you take rule of the rule in the Shabbos. The question is how Chazal no, can go against the Russian. The Taz can't uproot an entire thing. In other words, they can't tell you that you can't blow shayfar at all. No, that's that you're confusing with like a, a zakan mamri or nothing. A Navi can't uproot an entire mitzvah. Yeah, no, Chacham can't ever go against the Pasuk. That's why, for instance, that you asked me a question last night. You asked me? You asked me. You asked me about bris? No. Who asked me about bris? Nasi. Nasi. Who asked me, how do we do a bris nowadays? Manchalos? Yeah. Why are we afraid Shami Abirenu? The Taz says, that's what the Taz says. Because the Torah says you do a bris on Shabbos. So the Chazal couldn't have the Kayach to uproot it. So why is this any different? It says the same explicit it does by bris, it says it here. You know, you're right. It doesn't say, give your kid a bris even if he's born on Shabbos. You're right. But it still says, it's the Right. So it's the same good. So whatever the Taz said by bris, why we don't ask for doing the bris on Shabbos, why doesn't the Taz... We must speak to Aaron immediately. He has a bris terror all, already. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Both. Even outside of English, yes. What does it mean when we refer to it? Even outside of English, yes. Harnof is full. Okay. Yeah. Says the Gemara, the Afil Bidvon, Harishain, Malamich, and Adecha, Eliyantif, Harishan Bavad. And the fact that it says an extra head, it doesn't just say, well, Kachachem, Biyam, Rishain, it says Biyam, Harishain. The extra head gives me an extra drasha. That extra drasha is, is only the first day. So this is all of the information we need to know about shaking Lulav. Outside of the base of Mikdash. So now we're going to break this apart. Omar Mark. We said previously. Now, this is a similar kasha. It's not the same kasha. You have a pusik in the Torah to tell you you're allowed to do lulav on Shabbos. Now, Mila, Mila is a malacha. Mila is a malacha. Now, what malacha Mila is? It's a different story. It's Chabura, it's Chayvot, it's Neshama, it's Tseveya. Whatever it is, Mila's a malach. 
Mila is a malacha right. Especially if, it, if you're yaitz, you're bris, then it's a prakana. Mila is a malacha right. So I need a pasik to be matar mila. But, why do I need a pasik to be matar to take lulu? What's wrong? Yes, the Rabbanan, thousands of years after Nesinas HaTaira, established this thing called Muktza. But the Torah, which was given thousands of years before, has to tell me about Muktza. It wasn't invented yet. Muktza wasn't invented yet. Muktza wasn't invented yet. Says the Gemara, Amr Ma, B'yayim Shabbos, I have a word in the Torah to tell me you're able to take Lulav on Shabbos. Shkech, I don't need a word in the Torah. As far as the Torah is concerned, there's nothing wrong with taking Lulav on Shabbos. What's wrong with taking Lulav on Shabbos? A rabbinic invention called Muktza. The Torah did not discuss Muktza. Right? Mechdi, Tiltel Baalmuhu. It's your Kral and Bishri Tiltel. Do I need a Pusik to permit Muktza? It wasn't us as far as the Pusik is concerned. I don't need a Pusik to be Matarit. So why does the Torah need a word to permit Muktza? Somewhere says, On my Rava, says Rava, Le Nitzracha Elolamachshire Lulav. This is coming to tell you the famous sheet of Rabbi Eliezer. Rabbi Eliezer says that not only is a mitzvah permitted on Shabbos, any preparations needed to make the mitzvah. For instance, the Gemara on Shabbos says, you can make an axe to chop a tree to form a knife to do a meal on Shabbos. Any preparations necessary for the mitzvah on Shabbos become mutter on Shabbos. So says the Gemara, yes, me of taking a lulav is not muktzah, is not a problem as far as the Torah is concerned. But let's say you don't have a lulav, you're allowed to go to the tree and cut it down. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, Leinitzrael machshire lulav to prepare the lulav valiva the haitana according to this shita, the tanya lulav the chol machshirov and all its preparations doichen as a Shabbos diver our day Shabbos, because of my time to Eliezer, on Makra, B'yoyim v'afilu b'Shabbos. So, that's beautiful if you're Eliezer. V'rabonon ha'b'yoyim ha'avdilei. According to the Rabbonon, why do you need this word by Yoyim in the Torah? The Rabbonon, you're not allowed to do machshire mitzvah on Shabbos. So, you're stuck. Machshire mitzvah are aser. Shaking a lulav is mutter. So what's the Torah permitting with Biyayim? In fact, what's the Torah doing at all with Biyayim? Says the Gemara, To tell you that you could only take Lulav during the day, you cannot take Lulav at night. Says the Gemara, well, we wonder why we would have thought that, we'll see in a minute. Says the Gemara, how do you know you can only take lulav at day, not at night? And don't tell me again. He needs to tell you cut down a tree on Shabbos. Or it says me nali nafkalei ni sefer the crow, because it says in the end of the pasuk usmach mufni. You see the end of the pasuk usmach mufni Hashem aleichem shivas yamin that you will be masameach with your dalit minimum in front of Hashem for seven days yamin v'lei leilos. The Gemara says Rabban and he may hasam havamina. If will be the Rabban if you learn from there. So what it says, Yamim. I'll show you a place, very close to here, that it says Yamim, and it means even at night. 
Havamina lelef yamim yamim me sukkah. What's the pasuk that tells you have to eat in the sukkah? And there, we all have, we all know we have to stay in the sukkah at night. So over there, yamim means even night. So if you're being saimach on yamim, that yamim, maybe it means night, just like sukkah is at night. Havamina lelef, I would learn out, yamim yamim me sukkah, malhalin yamim vafilu lelois. Over there, it is days and the nights. I think here also, it's days and even nights. That's why your limud is wrong from that yomim, and you need to learn from my yomim from yoyim. From yoyim. Yoyim, I wouldn't make that mistake. And that's why the Rabbanans say, I can't do what you're saying. I have to learn it from yoyim. You wasted yoyim, I feel the Shabbos. I learned from yoyim. You're learning from yomim, yomim is a bad limud. And then the Gemara says, and by the way, maybe you're right. Maybe the Torah says you only have to eat in the sukkah by day. You don't have to eat in the sukkah at night. The sukkah gufa minola. How do you know sukkah? That will save till tomorrow. It goes to on the base. What's the Torah's resolution about the Ulam? Is that just Okay, so so we said last night we brought the uh, drushes and the drushes said that in Chutzar, outside of Beis Hamikdash, the first day of Sukkot is the first day of Sukkot, even if it's Shabbos, you still shake rules. The mitzvah is on the first day, even if it's Shabbos. To which the Gemara asked, and we discussed last night, really? You need a Pusik to tell me you're allowed to shake rules on Shabbos? There's nothing wrong with shaking rules on Shabbos. Yes, thousands of years later, after Matan Torah, Chazal did make this thing called Mokta. And at a later date, yes, the Torah. The Chachamim may have Aser picking up a look, but definitely the Torah wouldn't talk about that. So why is the Torah talking about permitting Lulav on Shabbos? We said, you're right, it's only in Shittas of Lazar that when a mitzvah is mutter on Shabbos, you're allowed to do any, any accent to the mitzvah, any accessory to the mitzvah. For instance, you could cut down the Lulav on Shabbos. You could tie the Lulav on Shabbos. You could do any accessory necessary that required a pasuk. So I said, okay, that's a Lazar. So we went through some drushes, and we basically said that, you know, B'yayim either comes to include Shabbos or it comes to include you only have to shake Lulav during the day as opposed to Sukkah, which is even at night. And that's where we said we're going to start tonight. Says the Gemara, it's about ten lines from the bottom of Mem Gimel Amad Aleph. So the Gemara, about ten lines from the bottom of Gimel Amad Aleph, says, first we're on the line, Vesuke Gufa Mino. Sukkah itself, how do you know that you do Sukkah even at night? Meaning, you said for a double Pashat, we sit in the Sukkah at night. How do you know? After all, 
the Pasuk does say, Basukas Teshu Shivas Yomin. Yom of Now, Tesis asks the great Kasha. Tesis says, We've included much more far fetched things because of Teshu Ke Which means. Isn't that like a Tzaduki way to read a Pasuk? Like say, how do you know it includes a knife? Yeah, the day is a day. I mean, no one ever thinks that. <laughs> well, we're going to darshan it. You're right. We're going to think that. I'm saying it's to take a major drush. What's saying is, the stuki way to think that it means only the day, or I mean, yeah, well, that it only means the day. Well, of course, it includes the night also. Why? Well, it's not. Why? It says yomim. I don't know. I, I, when you say it's a day, it doesn't. You know, it would. Uh, you need some kind of exclusion or something to tell you that it doesn't include the night. My first just reading this one. No, not necessarily. I mean, day means day. Olechol Haviraya. See, Taisus asks the You know, I've heard of people that have summer homes. It's many where you come from. And I've even heard of people. This is Tysus? <laughs> and then it goes back. People goes back. that have Shabbos homes. You know, people like they want to live in. Uh, you mean they come home for Shabbos? Who talks about that? I even heard people have Shabbos homes. You know, they want to live in like a certain neighborhood, but like you know, for for Shabbos they have to be like uh, in the high. However, no one has a day home and a night home. So why isn't it pushit that you gotta do sukkah at night simply because of Teshu came to do? Tesis says, how is the Gemara in the bottom Tesis? Tesis says, how is the Gemara even debating, questioning? How is the Gemara even questioning this whole thing? Of course you have one sukkah, you got to be in it at night. I mean, your house. Do you have one house for the day, one house for the night? Teshu Ketaduru itself should mandate you got to have a sukkah at night. So Tesis says, Martre. Tesis says that no. You're right, Meswara, I'm so scared of the word Yomim that Yomim tells me, I don't care what Teshu Kentaduro would tell you to do. I don't care how weird it is to have one house at the day and one house at the night. I don't care how non-logical that is. English, illogical. The, the word Yomim tells you you got to do only days. I think Shaitan Taisis. Anyway, so Taisis says, Vesuka Gufa Minova. How do you know <coughs> sukkah is even during the day? The Tanah Sukkah, you have to sit in for seven days. Says the Gemara. The initial assumption, maybe because of what you said, Martha. Days means days. You know, like he spent all his days in the yeshiva. That means only, no, that's how you talk, time. Is that true? Are you correct when you said days and not nights? Perhaps day means days. And I have words like eight lines from the bottom of the Or perhaps days and not nights, like the word says. And that would make sense. After all, it says the word Yaman by Sukkot, it says the word Yaman by Lulav, and we just established last night, Malahalon, Yaman Belelelis. Lulav is only days and not nights. We are to take Yaman literally by Lulav. 
So then, hey, maybe you take Yamim literally by Sukkah. Avkan Yamim Vleilelis, which would be one case to be made. Oy Kalach or perhaps go to this direction. Kalach L'Derech turn to this direction. Nemer Yamim, it says here for seven days, V'Nemer B'Miluim Yamim. And it says, in the Shivas Yimei Amiluim, which is uh, actually today. The Shivas Yimei Amiluim, or the beginning of Nisim. So the Shivas Yeah, yeah, and the whole month, yeah. Shivas Yimei Amiluim, the seven days before. Seven days before, right, right, right. We didn't say Tachman. We didn't say Tachman. We didn't say the seven days. You haven't said Tachman since the 80s. <laughs> um, so says the Gemara the Shemus Meim Lum was the seven days of the of the Chinuch oh, we made a bar mitzvah uh, 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 a bris tear for you last night <laughs> we, made, we made a bris tear for you last night why you're allowed to bring the knife where you're allowed to do lulu on Shabbos and you're not allowed to do a and you're not allowed to do lulu on Shabbos why is one good with the taz one bad with the taz remembers it from Machina yeah, the urine rose, actually, right? No. Yeah, you see, that's his excuse. Uh. <laughs> um, so, the Shivasimei Amaluim was the seven days that they consecrated. Can I say that word in Russian? They consecrated the Mishka. And it's very interesting, Moshe was actually cutting Donald during those times. And, like, it's the source of tons of Tyra. Like, did Moshe wear a big day kahuna? No, he didn't. He wore a big day love him. Moshe Rabbeinu was kind of going, anyway, one of the Tzivuyim, in the Shivas Yimei HaMaluim was that you have to stay in the Mishnah for seven straight days. So says the Torah over there, and it says by the Miluim, seven straight days. When it said days, it meant 24-hour periods. It didn't mean just daytime, daylight. It meant mamish seven, you know, 168 hours. Afkan yom and vafilu leilois. So, so to hear, so to hear by sukkah, it means days, even nights. So we have two precedents. Which one do we follow? We have the yomim of lulav, which means day, not night. And we have the yomim of meluam, which means day and night. Yeah, so someone asked me. Yeah, what do you want to hear? this question? The Pasuk says Yom Abalayla by Muluim. So that's why it's day and night. That is why it's there, but we can learn it. But it still says Yom, but I'm just trying to think. Right, so that's obviously the answer. We're just trying to think. What could it have said? What could it have said not to say that, that that's special? Meaning, your answer is assuming. It could have said something else. And since it said this, we have a right to learn out of it. How else would you express 24-hour periods? What tmimim? You need a word for tmimim. Right, so it says, yo. Right, it's by Sphira. It says, tmimim. It's weeks. Ah, so it says it twice more. 
But besides the grow, that's not a mitzvah. So like, what are we going to learn out? It's, you know, it's, it's saying, no, no, I'm saying, besides the grow. There, only the girl learns it's a mitzvah. There, it's just saying you can't eat chametz for seven days. Well, so, what is it? You think you can eat chametz at night? Only the girl says, because it's saying you can't eat chametz for seven days. There, when it's allowed, of course, it includes the. No, but like the same kasha you have, maybe only means you can't eat chametz during the day. That's like Ramadan. It's like Ramadan. Night's okay. That's okay. That's forty days. Okay, good. I'm saying. I didn't see the wait seventy-two days. Chametz. All of a sudden, I was on the chazer. No, but I'm saying so many times. You have yom. I'm saying makes more sense. Learn out. I mean, what do we learn? What shaykh is to be learned? Shaykh is to be learned. Is the shaykh is to be learned? We're going to discuss right now. The, the question is, what's good about Milum is that, like he said, that here you might have a prototype of, it says the word Yamim, and then it says explicitly Yamim Belayla. So in other words, in other words it's Mamash uh, explicit, it's a prototype of Yamim meaning Yamim Belayla. Whereas by Lulav, we, we needed to learn out Yamim doesn't mean Leilis. That's what we needed. I don't know why we're not asking from there. I hear. I hear. I don't know. I hear. So now says the Gemara, Nir Let's see which one it's more comparable to. Don in Dover Shemitzvase Kol Hayoim. Me Dover Shemitzvase Kol Hayoim. The case to be made to learn sukkah out of Miluim is that they're similar in nature that they're both mitzvahs that aren't once-a-day things. You have to do maluim the whole day. You don't just, like, go into the base and make dosh, say hi, and leave. You have to be there constantly the entire day, which is much more similar in nature to sukkah, which is a constant mitzvah. Whereas lulav, it's only during the day because it's a one-time deal. No one thinks you have to be Yaitse Mitzvah's Lulav the whole day. You're Yaitse Mitzvah's Lulav once a day. And they used to carry the Lulav around. That's like a Hidr Mitzvah to show the Chvivas of the Mitzvah. But everyone, I mean, we said, Midag Benafak Bey. Says the Gemara, Don and Dov Mitzvah Mitzvah said, Kalayim, Midavash Mitzvah said, Kalayim, Va'al Yechiach. Do not prove it from Suk, from Lulav. Davash Mitzvah said, Sha'achas, that its Mitzvah lasts one minute. Therefore, Meluam would be a better precedent. Perhaps turn to this direction. Let's learn out something that is a mitzvah forever. Meaning, Lulav is a very relevant mitzvah. So if I'm going to learn out Sukkah, which is relevant even nowadays, I would probably like to learn it out from mitzvah like 
lulav, which is relevant nowadays. Mashek and Malulav was a one-time mitzvah. So I don't know how much relevance that has to learn nowadays. Let's learn a mitzvah that is forever from a mitzvah that is forever. And do not learn out from the Malulav that it's not Nayagan for Dairis, and therefore you would learn out from Lulim, and therefore Sukhu would only be by day. Finalizes the Gemara, Tamalemar, Teshu, Teshu, Shava. It says the word Teshu both by Sukkah, and it says the word Teshu by Malulim. Nemar, Khan Teshu, Nemar, Bin Malulim, Teshu, Malahalim, Yamim, Vafilulelois, just like by Malulim. Days means 24 hour periods. Afkan, Yamim, Vafilulelois. So too, by sukkah, it means day and night. They never answered the question. <coughs> Why never really answered the question? Which question? Why is it better? Yeah. Shav. means no svar. <coughs> meaning, meaning you're right, you presented two good logics, but Xerashava trumps logic. Xerashava trumps logic. So that's the Gemara, and that is the source. Now we have like a full circle. That's the source that sukkah is both by day and by night. Lulav is only by day, and that is what we learn out of biyayim, rather than learning biyayim to mean it's mechal Shabbos. One, one little thing I'd like to point out in this Gemara, it seems to be the Gemara is a riot to be a milchaz chinuch's clare. Milchaz has a shiloh. Is there a mitzvah of sukkah on you all day? Or... Whenever you want to do something that needs sukkah, then you have to go to the sukkah. It's like Me- shrita. Shrita. So you know, same we just the second parak. Right? We have the Rashi over there. Tell me. With Ramesha, if you want to eat, right? If you yeah. want to eat, so then that's when the chiv is on you. But if not, right? So the Mechaschinah has this clear. It seems from here. It seems from here that it says that sukkah mamish the nature of sukkah is that it's upon you all day. That's why we learn it from Meluam. Meaning, Meluam is not when you want to sit, sit in the Azar. When you want to sleep, sleep in the Azar. When you want to eat, eat in the Azar. Meluam is you must stay here for the next week. And not when you, that's not activity-based. And the Gemara is saying that that, you know, whether or not, like you said, we're learning it out because of that Svarim, we may not. But the Gemara applied that svar, that sukkah is similar in nature to Meluim, that you have a mitzvah to be in the sukkah all day, you have to eat there. You're not allowed to not eat in there. You have to be there all day. And the Mechaschenach still has a clear about this. I don't know why the Mechaschenach didn't bring a ride from our Gemara. It's, 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 it's still, it's, it's, it's a contrast to Meluim. Meluim is one, you do it once and you're finished. Here, even if sukkah isn't... As an answer to me, is like that. It's still it's still it's, it's applicable. Yes, yeah, so no, so that's why no, you're right. So that's why I wouldn't bring a riot in Melchus Chinuch Shaila from the halacha of the from like the comparison versus lulav, the contrast to lulav. I'm bringing the riot from how it compares it to maluim. Right. It's definitely more carved than Malua, but it says, it says mitzvasi. What's the last thing you want to bottom there? Donadarshim mitzvasi. So you're saying it means any time during the day you want to eat is the mitzvah, not that it is the mitzvah all day. Obviously, you're going to have to say something like this, Mechaz did not miss a Gemara in Sukkah when he's right. clearing about the is it, Sukkah. Is it the whole time that he's sitting 
like a constant derisa? Or if just are you getting a kiem? Are you getting a kiem of yes? You're getting a kiem of uh, the right. Like yeah. So it's like maluim tzarah mitzvah to sit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the Mendel pointed out that's what the Gros says that you get a mitzvah of eating matzah even on the seventh day of Pesach, which is not pashup shat the pasuk. Pashup shat the pasuk says if you're gonna eat, you gotta eat matzah, right? But um. But uh, you get a kiem if you. The grass says you get a kiem if you eat it any time. Yeah, yeah. Good point. No, not even for the kind. There weren't any kind. Yeah, no, you're right. But it's four lines. Well, it's your point. I mean, compare something that's sukkah based as opposed to right. There's a lot of things that I could have said. Yeah. You're right, man. Yeah, you're right. I, and Rift Absolute Gemara says that someone, that Malum is a Mitzvah and not a Mitzvah Rab. Why can't you leave the Sukkah? Why can't you leave the Sukkah? No, in other words, because there's a Mitzvah to be there, and there's a Avera to eat outside the Sukkah. But if mm. I'm not there, I'm not getting. It's not getting there. Right. Or, or, you're not, and you're not eating a meal like a snack. You don't eat in the sofa. What does he do with that? Yes, yeah, so you're. So knows you're. There, he, he would tell you, there may still be a mitzvah, and you still may not get an aver. Because you could be a gray haired you know, I would assume that most people can say it's it, and logically they think that the mitzvah is there the whole day, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why is Arava on the seventh day of Sukkot day of Shabbos and not the rest of the days? Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. I rub Rishim at time that Shabbos. Amar Biechanan kidei lefarsema shehimenatayra. Meaning, if we would never allow Arava to be Shabbos, people would come away with the impression that oh, it's not that important because it's not a deraisa. Therefore, there's no day that it's mechal Shabbos that break Shabbos. So therefore, in order to tell him to be mafarsa, to advertise the fact that Arava is midairaisa, at least in the base of Mekdash, Arava is midairaisa, we pick the day to let it be Mechal Shabbos. Which means, it's not like, it's not like Lulav. Lulav, we pick the first day specifically. Meaning, even though in the base of Mekdash, it's deraisa all seven days, we pick the first day because the Torah says, Lulav is more important the first day because Lulav is in Chutzlaretz on the first day. Here, there's no source in the Torah that any single day of Arava is more important than any other. We pick the day, we'll see in a minute why it's not random, we pick a day to be Mechal Shabbos or to do it on Shabbos to show that it's their rice in the whole Sukkot. But there's nothing in the Torah that gave us any day to pick. We pick the day. Says the Gemara, okay. Ihachilulav nami lutchi ki hechi kidei lefarsim shemen atera. 
So then lulav should also be mechal. We should do it on Shabbos to show that it's deraisa. What's the Gemara's mean over here? I'm saying... Meaning we don't do lulav on Shabbos ever. So we're not going to know it's deraisa. If you're so they keen... They used to, though. Okay. So that's why I'm asking what the Gemara's having. But not for us. On, on Lulav's special day, we wouldn't take it on Jabez. We used to. Okay, we'll see. So I'm asking what the Gemara's having in this. The, we, uh, in this which part, step? I'm saying right here, when the Gemara's asking this question. Saying, we're saying that after we massacred, after they bought the Takana, that you don't do Lulav on the first day, you still did Arava. Yeah, the Gemara, yeah, we'll see. The Gemara will come back to that. Yes, yes. Says the Gemara, Lulav, Zerim, Shem, well, Lulav, who said we'd love to do it on Shabbos, we were scared to allow people to do it on Shabbos. They may carry. So then, even though it's Dairaisa, because people may carry on Shabbos. Where it says, well, the nature of Arava is different than the nature of Lulav. The Arava that we talk about in this Mishnah, and this Parak, is something that Bezdin did around the Mizbech. So therefore... It's a lot less scary to have a couple appointed people of Bezdin to do something they're not going to do Mahal Shabbos than have something that the masses, that millions of Yidin do, and millions of Yidin, there is going to be some people that make mistakes. So, but every single person, no, no, you have no Chi of Arava. Bezdin does. You have a Chi of Shafer. Is there a Nusach Abracha on there? Uh, so the two reasons Rashi gave uh, earlier uh, 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 shouldn't apply. Uh, 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 uh. Mechamed the Pnei Yeshu was Kasha. Pnei Yeshu was Shereth. So Mendel just asked the Kasha. Mendel just asked the Kasha. Bam Kasha. Bam Kasha. Someone told me the Archa Ner has the Tarek. I didn't look it up yet. But it said Pnei Yeshu was Kasha. Pnei Yeshu asked. One second, one second. Why, why are we afraid that someone's going to be Mechal Shabbos with the Lulav? They're going to take a Tarav to ask about the shaking and the bracha. There's no shaking of that Rava, and there's no bracha on that Rava. So then, that's why there's no Zerah by Rava. What kind of kasha are you asking? By Shaifer, what about Shaifer? Shaifer, you need to know how to blow it. So you need to know how to... There's no action by an Rava. By a Lulav, there's an action. There's not new. You, you don't know how to do it right. And there's a bracha. So there's, a, there's an action by Shafer and there's an act and there's a bracha by Shafer. There's neither by Rav. There's no action. There's no bracha. Yeah, so, but but, but to Tyrant's point, Tyrant's point by Shafer, right? You have an expert who's doing it. We said by the law it's Midam You're lucky that you have a good Baltekeya. If you wouldn't, no. You, Rashi said there was the Amaratim. Amaratim blue Shafer. Yeah, yeah. The blue Megillah. Yeah, they, 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 they didn't have to. Amaratim blue Shafer. You have a chiv to blow Shafer. Yeah, but a chiv to hear Shafer. Fine, and if you don't have a and if you don't have a baltekeya, you got to do it. You have a personal chiv to hear shayfer. You got to get it done. Right, you're lucky. You're lucky. You have a baltekeya. Mashenke, you're not lucky. You have a bed to do arava. You have no personal chiv to blow to to put up an arava. It's totally different. You have no personal chiv to do arava. Totally different. Says the Gemara. Sigmar says, Lulav Xerim Shadrav, Iachia Rava Nami Nigzer. And Sigmar, Rava Shluchi Bezdemai Sila. Lulav Lakol Moser. 
Lulav is an individual mitzvah to every single guy in Klausar, which includes people that don't know the halacha. So says the Gemara, I said, great. You just made a rava in an entire different category than Lulav. A rava, there's, a rava's foolproof. <coughs> a rava amaratsim don't do. A rava's day raisa. So let a rava be bechashavis every day of yantin. Sukkah is totally scared. We can't let it happen at all. A rava is mamish. It's, it's, uh, it's foolproof. Nothing bad can happen. So why is a rava only deicha Shabbos on the seventh day of Sukkot? A rava should be deicha Shabbos every day of the Yomif. Yochi kol yumanami. Litchi. It should be deicha Shabbos every day. Says the Gemara. Osi lepakpuke belulav. People will start making fun of lulav. Meaning a rava is deicha Shabbos every day of Yomif. Lulav Lulav is only deicha Shabbos one day. So even though it's for different reasons. Lula, we're ha- we have a worry. Arava, we have no worry. So therefore, we do not allow Arava to be Deicha Shabbos more than one day per Yantif to keep it on par with Arava, with, with Lula. So Mara says, okay, so I hear. You want one day to do Arava, not more. So why is it the seventh day? So Mara says, so Mara says, so pick the first day of Yontif that our rubber should be Deiche Yontif. Shabbos. So the Gemara says, Lemukcha Milsa. It won't be special. Many people say, ah, today's Lulav's day, so they're doing their rubber also. No one will chap that there's something special to our rubber. I mean, Lulav with the Kadachi. Eh, Lulav being Deiche. So says the Gemara, say, fine. So I understand. It can't be the first day. So why did you pick the seventh? Answers the Gemara. So let it be day one other day. Where it says, Since you took it off the first, we put it on the last. Which means, and this day, and the Gemara just to get the full picture. Which means, we needed one day to be Deicha Arab. Why do we need one day? To show everyone it's Deiraisa. Why not all the days? Because there's nothing that can go wrong. Because then pe- people will think it's more chashev than lulav. Okay, so we need one day, not more. So why do you pick the seventh? Why not the first? Well, if it's the first day, people will say, eh, it's like, just like an add-on to lulav. It's an add-on to lulav. Says the Gemara. So then why not the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth? Because then, no reason. But then, once we took it off the first day, we let it float to the seventh day. And that is how... Arava came to be Deicha Shabbos only on the seventh day. We needed one day. We needed it not to be the first. Once it wasn't the first, it turned into the seventh. We'll stop. Yesterday, we, we were figuring out, we were figuring out why and how Arava is Deicha Shabbos on the seventh day of Sukkot. So we started with the Cheshman like this, that you got to be Deicha Shabbos one day because to show people it's Deiraisa. Which means if we wouldn't give it a day to be Deicha Shabbos, then people would say, eh, it's not Deiraisa. So we said, okay, it's Deicha Shabbos one day, fine. 
Torah says. Okay. So then, <laughs> then um, why don't we daychalulav even nowadays? We said no because you have children that it's midaraisa. So the Gemara says, no, we said already lulav. We can't do that because Rabbah said we don't want people carrying lulav. So okay, so why don't we do that with our Rabbah? So we said a massive fundamental difference between our Rabbah and lulav that our Rabbah is handled by professionals. It's handled by Bezdin. And therefore, there's nothing to worry about. Lulav, we have what to worry about. Someone says, oh boy. So if there's nothing to worry about our other, so then why are we ever worry? So no matter which day of Sukkot falls out on Shabbos, we should, we should have our Ravas. Someone says, no. Then it'll appear that it's more of than Lulav. So we have to limit it to one day. So says, why not the same day as Lulav? Then it won't have its moment in the sun. It won't have any glory of its own. And people will think it's... It's just a uh, add-on to Lulav. So the Gemara says, okay, so it can't be the first day, why not? The rest of the Gemara says, once we <laughs> took it off, the first day, we transferred it to the seventh day, because that's like an on-anchor. Like, once you're not in the beginning, you're in the end, that's like more noticeable. Okay. So you're saying that there was, a, the Gemara is saying that there was a real Havamina, a valid reason to have it on the first day. Yeah, and it was, no, because not special, but knows we need a day to show that it's Daraisa, no more than one day not to, not to outshine Lulav, and the day is not special. The day is not special. <coughs> Says the Gemara, we're going to get into tonight, like the evolution, a little bit of Hishan Rabba, but you know, not going to answer your questions. Says the Gemara, okay. So you made such a beautiful case for being deicha, Arava for being deicha Shabbos. How come it doesn't happen nowadays? How come we don't do Arava on the seventh day on Shabbos nowadays? Says the Gemara, So nowadays, if Hashan Arava falls out on Shabbos, Arava should be deicha. I mean, after all, it would be very nice to show that it's Dairaisa. Now, Rashi points out, it's not really Dairaisa. Nowadays, it's not Dairaisa. It's just a commemoration. I think it would be good to do this Rashi. So Rashi, like, smack in the middle of the page. Rashi says, Nanami, Even nowadays, after the Chorbim, Davdin and Arava we still do our Rava one day. It's called the Shanarab. Kinarino Makama, like we're gonna say on Dafmandalat, Minig Navim Hayhi, it's a Minig Navim, Bigvul and outside of Basin Mikdash, came with the like Lamecha Shlamidi. Well, since there's nothing to worry about, Lidhibishvi. Viet Luavi Habtur Shlukhai Bezdin. And have Bezdin do the Lulav. We'll see what Khibat is later today. Do I mechibat da Rava? The farsam is Shahaya Bemigdash Manatara. Shahi Bemigdash Manatara. To know don't think that when we ask, we should do it nowadays, that we actually think it's Daraisa nowadays, because it's not Daraisa nowadays. But doing it nowadays, even on Shabbos, would show that it was once upon a time Daraisa, and we know that there's nothing wrong with doing it on Shabbos, because there's no malacha actually involved in doing it, and Shluchei Bez didn't do it, so there's no worrying about carrying. Because Rashi points out a very cool thing. It, it would be the type of thing that Chazal would Aser, but hey, there's no one that Asered it, so let's do it. Meaning, there's no authority to Aser it, so let's do it. So basically, what, the way Rashi's learning is, 
<laughs> nothing changed from what was in the Beis Hamikdash. So why don't we continue it? In the Beis Hamikdash, they did Arava on the seventh day, even if it's Shabbos. So why don't we do Arava on the seventh day, even if it's Shabbos? Oh, we'll see about that in two seconds. What were you saying? The Gemara just far before earlier that, that we don't we don't learn out something from Deraderis, right? It was it, the the Arab was it was an, was was an Avay that they did at the Mizbeh. Yeah. Oh. 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 Okay. Fine. Yeah. So the Gemara just say yours then yours. Fine. <laughs> says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. It's a question of judgment. Why one's in the second is? No, it's a question on your logic. If the case you made last night is true, then what's stopping us from doing it now? Elmai, you must be wrong. I don't know where you messed up, but you must be explaining it wrong. Because if you use your logic, it should work nowadays. What's the difference? So you said something wrong. No, we're not doing Rabbi Yechem and Zakai. I understand that. I mean, like, it's not his fault. You're asking why he didn't make a, a commemoration. He did. Who says that what he decided to do? Oh, it's Minig Levim. He didn't need to do anything. What's that mean, also Minig Levim? Well, that's a whole thing. We'll discuss. We'll do what exactly Minig Levim? Minig Levim would mean we make a bracha. We'll see. We'll see. That's a whole thing we'll get to. But the Minig Levim was only that Shluchim does did it, not that Shluchim. Everybody takes it. Everybody takes it. But if we would have done it on Shabbos, we would have done, done it on Shluchim. Because who does it is not that. You know, it's not that different. Who cares in that aspect? So says the Gemara, no, like we said in the last sugya, we never are matcha anything in Chutzlaretz because of Shabbos, because we know when Shabbos is, and we never know if we're getting the right day. We never know if it's really Hashanah Rabbah. So we will never do anything in Chutzlaretz that involves Shabbos based on what they did on Shabbos, because Shabbos we're sure of, Yantif we're not sure of. We don't know if we're on the right day for Yantif. This is a question, but Lamai said nowadays, and maybe for a long time already, we know. Maybe I'm saying to be a dead, like Mark said. He You know, seems favor himself. The Gemara Bay says that uh, we, we, we act like we don't know. Meaning I'm saying to be a dead. Yeah, and as we don't really know, but we have a permanent calendar. I'm saying it's Shaykh not to know, Shaykh to know in concentration camps and Siberia. So I'm saying so, that was just, that was our generation. Yeah, but, but. That could happen again. Yeah, but I was like, the first thing Mark says, when you have a day, which means even if we would not, and second of all, we don't really know, which means we make a calendar, our calendar sometimes two days off of the Mila. Yeah, but we, we don't even pretend that we're right. We're within a certain range of the middle. And it was like, when Rish was, doesn't necessarily mean where the new moon is. <coughs> the new, the Milad could be way off of the new moon. We know when the Milad is because we know that it's 29 days, this many hours, this many halakin, after Lashers, after Lashers. Anyway. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, 
<laughs> we can't do it. We don't We don't know when the month should be. So we say, okay. You know what the response to that is always. They in Eretz Yisrael who do know when Reish Chedesh is Haraya, they keep one day yontif. So then we're back to Arkasha. Why in Eretz Yisrael do they not do Hashanah Rabbah on Shabbos? What's, what could be wrong? There's, there's no Mukts involved. What could be wrong? <laughs> Says the Gemara, Ki also Barhedya. When Barhedya said, when Barhedya came, he said, I'm a Leyekla. Hashanah Rabbah never falls out on Shabbos. Which means, in those days, they were still, they were still doing the, they are still doing the calendar on their own. We made sure it never fell out on Shabbos. Which means, we always had the ability, if we see during Elul, that or we see during all of Elul, that Hashanah Rabbah is going to follow it on a Shabbos, Bezdin just hides. Bezdin shuts the door, and no Edom come, and we can't be Makabal Edis, and we don't say Makudish Makudish, and therefore Rish gets pushed off automatically, and we make sure it doesn't happen, which is what we do nowadays. We do Lay Adu Rish. And one of the things that Lay Adu Rosh is there to per- is there to prevent is Hashanah Rabbah falling out on Shabbos. So Barhedja says it doesn't happen. We didn't let it happen. Tuch Shemar says not true. We did. Because we don't, but they did. Says the Gemara ki also Rav and v'chol nechaisi when Rava and all the rest of the people that were yirid. You know nowadays there's a there's an expression, Yardim. The person that's Yorid is the opposite of the person that makes Aliyah. So a Nechayse is a Yorid. Someone that left there at Yisrael to come back to Chotzart. So he also Ravim B'chol Nechayse, Amri Yekla. It does happen, V'laydachi. And we didn't do our Ravim. So now I cornered you. Finally, I got my Kasha out totally. Which means, there is Shabbos on Hashanah Rabbah, and we do not do anything on that day. Why not? What's wrong? So now, I finally got out my whole kasha. I'm not talking about the cards. I'm not talking about it doesn't happen. It does happen, and we do not do it. Why not? Only in Eretz Well, it happens in America in those days. It happened in Bubble, but I understand why they didn't do it in Bubble, because they, they didn't know when Rish Chedesh was. But even when it happened in Eretz that's why I needed the evidence of the people that came down from Eretz Yisrael, the Yardim, and they said, even when Hishan Rabba falls on Shabbos, we do not allow any any avoda with our rav, says the Gemara. So Avi, we answered your answer. Now Eli, this is your answer. <coughs> the Gemara answers. Yeah, we're talking about doing this avoda with our rava. What do we do with our rava? You're assuming we do something with our rava we could do nowadays in a show. But let's say the thing we did with our rava. Involved a mizbeach, and nowadays we don't have a mizbeach, so then that's why we don't do anything on Shabbos. So says the Gemara, you're making this assumption that whatever we did in the Mesa Migdash on the seventh day of Sukkot, even on Shabbos, we could imitate and do nowadays. Well, let's say what they did involved a mizbeach, you can't do it nowadays, that's why we don't do anything. 
says the Gemara, Omer B'Yosef, Man Leimalon Darava Benetila, who says that the Arava is taking it? Who says that doing this Arava, this Avaidu with the Arava, this Mitzvah with the Arava, involves individuals taking an Arava, which is something we could do, which is something we should do, and if it fell out on Shabbos, we should even do it on Shabbos. Dilma Bizkife. Maybe what they did with Arava was Bizkife. Stand it up against the Mizbeach and have it lean over the top of the Mizbeach. Maybe what they did with Arava was an Avoid of Zikifa, was a mitzvah of Zikifa, was a ritual of pushing it over the top of the Mizbeach. In which case, that's why we can't do it anymore, because we don't have a Mizbeach to do it anymore. And there goes your kasha. So that's where we stand nowadays. The answer why we do not do Arava is because we cannot do it. The reason we have a good answer is because you just told me we do not take Arava, we stand Aravas on the side of the bed. So if you're right, I have no kasha. If you're wrong, you have a lot of explaining to do. Now the Gemara is going to explore if you're right or if you're wrong. Now the Gemara is going to explore what did they do with that Arava. Did they put it on the side of the back? Then you're good. Or did they not put it on the side of the back? Every guy took it in his hands like you do with the rule of an estuary. And then, why can't we do that nowadays? It's not Master So fine. So let Shluchay Bezdin do it. Like they did in the Mishkan, in the Mizbe, in the Besam English. Fine. You want to do that that way? Do it that way. But it's an avoided that can be done nowadays. So why don't we do it? So what we do with would be a different would be a different mitzvah. And therefore I understand why we don't do it on Shabbos. Because like Rashi was Masber, if we would do it on Shabbos, it would be simply a continuation of doing what they did. Again, why? Even, even in those days, even in those days, let's be very, very clear over here. Even in those days, even if it was Benetila, me and you didn't do it. You know why? You know why? We get a Mishmigdash, but it involved going around the Mizbeach. Me and you as Yisrael had to stop. We were not allowed to go in the Tzaf and Azar. Right? So, in other, words, in other words, there would be a point up to which we could not go around the Mizbeach. So even in the Beis Hamikdash, if the Avedu was Benetila, me and you didn't do it, it was obviously Shulchan Bez, who happened to be Kahana. So, in other words, if it's Natila, it's fine. Shulchan Bezdin could do it. But then we have a question, why don't we do that nowadays? So are they certain that they did it back when this English was around? And that there was no zero? Yeah, they for sure. Yeah, that we established last night. That there's that really, we should be doing it every right, night. So they wouldn't have stopped except once there was destruction. Right, right, right. And, and, and we have no reason for that. Meaning, that, that was the problem we started off with tonight. That there's nothing wrong with doing a rub on shops. Now, we should do it every day of Yantav. We wouldn't want to do that because that would hurt Lulav. That would disparage Lulav. Fine. But at least on Ishan Rabbi, we should do it on Shabbos. You're only 
way out of that question was to say, it's an avoid we cannot duplicate nowadays because we don't have a mizbeach. And now I'm about to question that. Says the Gemara, Eisei Abayi. is it true what you're saying? Is it true that this avoida with Arava was zkifer on the side of the Mizbeach, or was it Taka Natila in your hand? In which case, we should do it nowadays on Shabbos. Says in our Mishnah, Lulav Varava Shisha Vashiva. Our Mishnah lumps together Lulav and Arava. And it says on both of them, sometimes they are Deich sometimes they're not Deich Shabbos, but it lumps them together. So I'm probably okay to assume that the way you do the mitzvah of Lulav is the same way you do the mitzvah of Arava. Says more, my love, am I not correct in assuming Kilulav? You take Arava the same way you take Lulav. Malulav bintila. Just like Lulav, you take by taking. Af Arava binatila, so too Arava is done by taking and you're wrong. In which case you have no answer why we do not do it nowadays. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara, media area. No, what kind of comparison did you make? Bad comparison. Media area, bad comparison. Hakadisa, Mahakadisa. Each one has its own set of rules. Just because I lump two things in one sentence together, it doesn't mean you do it the same way. For instance, well, I'll tell you in a sentence, for lunch and supper, we'll eat out. Well, does that mean I'm eating the same thing for lunch and for supper just because I lumped them together in a sentence? No. Just because you lump two things together in a sentence, it doesn't mean you do them the same way. So says the Gemara, you're wrong for making that assumption. You made an assumption, it's a little bit the same sentence. You do it the same way, you're wrong. Okay, so he's still alive. Says the Gemara, another kasha. Every day of Sukkis, they went around the Mizbeach, once. On that special day of Arava, of Hisham Arava, they went around the Mizbeach seven times. Yes. There was a reason why they made Arava on the seventh day. They went around the Mizbeach seven days. Seven times. Seven times. My love, with what did they go around the Mizbeach seven times? Can we assume Barava? In which case, you see, it's Benatila. People took it. Not, you can't put it on the Mizbeach seven times. You put it on the Mizbeach, it's there. If you talk about going around the Mizbeach seven times, it's obviously done by taking, not by putting. Versus Leibelulov. They went around like we do. <laughs> like we do around the Bima nowadays. We go around the Bima on Hashanah Rabba seven times with our Lulav. Some people walk around uh, do one hakafa with their Arava. It's good to do that. Sorry for using that word. Um, so <laughs> I remember when I parked behind you tonight, I thought I'm going to have to get into the word you brought. <laughs> I talk about that. So, says the Gemara, says the Gemara, <coughs> no, they went around the Mizbeach with their Lulav, not with their Arava. So, once again, I'm still alive. Says the Gemara, Vomer of Nachan Arabavu Barava. What are you talking about? Nachan Barabu says they walked around the Mizbeach seven times with Arava, in which case the Mitzvah was with Natila, in which case my Kasha is back good again. Why don't we do it nowadays? He said, I don't care what he says, I'm going to let argue on him. 
Amalei, who am Barava? He'll tell you if it's an Arava. Fana Amina Belulav. And I'll tell you it's an Alulav, and I don't have a kasha. It's my Rabbalah's Amar Belulav. In fact, Rabbalah says they did go around and back seven times with Alulav. Rav Shmuel Bar Nasa Namar Chanina Barav. They went around the Mizbech seven times with Barav. V'chein Rav Nachan Arabavu, which we just quoted, Barav. Says the Gemara. Omar le Rava le Rav Yitzchak b'rei de Rabba bar Barachona. Says Rava to Rav Yitzchak b'rei de Rabba bar Barachona. Baruria literally means son of a lion, means a ventire. Tav ve'emelacha milsam al yisa tav come ve'emelachan I will tell you. Milsim al Yisa, a great piece. Dav Omar Avuch, that your father used to say. Hadutnan kolayema kifenes on his bech pamachas. This saying that they said that every day of Sukkot they went around the mizbech once. Va'ise ayoyim makifenes on his bech sheva pamim and on Nishan Rabbah they went around the mizbech seven times. Hachi Omar Avuch b'shmeid or blazer. This is what they said in the name. Your father used to say in the name of blazer belulov. And they would not do Arava Binatila. So we're good. We're good. Which means, essentially, all we've done tonight, you know, a lot of details that we, you know, navigated around. But essentially, we've asked Akasha, why don't we do Arava even on Chavez nowadays? Answer, there's no Arava to do nowadays. Because the Aveda of Arava is Zakifa, not Natila. So there's no, Arava, there's no Aveda of Arava to do nowadays. That's why we don't do it on Chavez. You just walked around with a lulav, not everything else? I mean, a lulav meaning a dal minimum, but not special arav, which is what you want me to do. Okay. Says the Gemara. One last, one last try. Eisvei, ask the Marakash. Lulav deiches ha-shavaz b'tchilasai. Lulav is deiches ha-shavaz. Lulav falls out of Shabbos. On the first day of Sukkot, it takes precedence over Shabbos. Va'arava b'seifa. And arava, like we said, this is in the Beis HaMikdash, this is 100% true. Arava, on the last day of Sukkot, is Deicha Shabbos. Pamachas, one time. Chal shvish arava liyes b'Shabbos. Arava, Hashan Arava, shvish arava fell out to be on Shabbos. And of course they wanted to do the Aveda of Arava and the Besamekdash. They view Morbi as Shalarava, they brought long branches of Arava. Mayor of Shabbos on Friday. Vihinicham Bazara. And they left him in the Azara. Vihikiro Behen Baisusim. And the Baisusim, who Baisus and Sadak were the two Rebbes that started the Tztukim. So the Baisusim were the same as the Tztukim. Rashi even says, they're Tztukim. But you know, they were started, the movement was founded by Tzaddik and Baisus. So, Baisusim is another word for Tztukim. And they, of course, do not agree with this whole Arava thing, because it doesn't say it anywhere explicitly in the Torah that they used to, that you should do Arava, so they didn't like this whole thing. Vinatlo. And these Baisusim snuck into the Azara, and they took the Aravas. Vikavshim tachas And they hid them under rocks. Sounds like the tour of Yeah, well, you'll hear about them in a second. So, haha, we got the rabbis. But, Kodesh Baruch Hu saved the rabbis. That before the rabbis came, who would not have moved the rocks, Rashi said, 
like the the You know those guys that come to show two hours before davening is out the Eden. You know they come early. They don't know much halacha. They come to shul to shmooze. The ones that come two hours after that. Yeah, you know, they come and they like talk about like you know, which city they're from in Europe every Shabbos. I get there. So these two guys there, these Amaratsim come and they see uh, the Darabas is under the rocks. So they, they don't know anything. They move the rocks and they put the Darabas back. They don't belong here. So the rabbi's work got done for them. And they took them out from under the rocks. Vehivim hakahanim, they were perfect for the kahanim. Vizok from vitzidiam is beach, and they placed them. The kahanim did their job and placed them on the side of mizbeach. Why did the baisusim do this? Lefishem baisusim meidim. The baisusim do not agree. Now this is the main word. This next word, shechibut arava deiches hashabbos. That chibut. Arava is Deicha Shabbos. Now, what is Chibot? Chibot. Yeah, yeah. Chibot is a form of taking them. Game over. Game over. This Brisa clearly says you take Arava. So we finally settled this debate we're having, which is what you use to answer this question. It's not true. You tried saying, well, we can't do anything. It's only you put, put it on the side of his back. No, before you put it on the side of the Mizbeach, I know it ended up on the Mizbeach, but before you put it on the Mizbeach, you held it. That's what Lashon Chibot is. Says the Gemara, Alma benetilahi tiyufta. We see that Arava is benetila, and therefore you're wrong, and therefore all our work tonight was for naught. We have a kasha. Why don't we take Arava on Shabbos? Don't tell me it's nothing we could do nowadays, because we could. It was taken. It wasn't just put on the Mizbeh. What does that mean, taken? When we came out saying taken, held. does that mean held? Held, yeah. held, yeah. held yeah. walked around? Yeah. You have to hold it to put it on the side of the Mizbeh. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But there was an Aveda of, of holding the Arava, maybe walking with it, maybe not walking with it, but the Aveda of Arava was to hold it, not just to place it on the side of the Mizbeh. Maybe that's that's something we can do nowadays. So that's all the more. I just want to. I just want to point out there's um, there, there's a um, there's a there's an interesting Marsha over here. Marsha asks, "What's the problem with under rocks?" We said before that something that's derisa is derichamukta. Marsha says, "Am I total balmuhu vulitchi?" Marsha said, what's the problem? That's the Marsha's kasha. So Marsha answers a plea, and the Marsha says that the only kind of muktza that's Deich Shabbos is something you couldn't do, is something you couldn't do Arab Shabbos. But something you could have done Arab Shabbos is not Deich And like, you know, putting it on the rocks is something you could have done Arab Shabbos. The Arachan Eretz says, "What are you talking about?" Their armor, in the case yeah, Lula, yeah. Well, yeah, they pulled a trick on us. We couldn't do this before Shabbos. That's what the Arachan says. The Arachan himself says, "The Arachan himself says that it's different chil Shabbos for Muktza or doing Muktza on Shabbos for the actual mitzvah, like a lulav. Lulav is inherently Muktza." So if you have to inherently do mitzvah to be a mitzvah, you can be a mitzvah. Whereas here, 
moving the rocks isn't an inherent part of the mitzvah. That's how the Archoner answers for Rashi. With the Amir. Huh? Your Amir. Yeah, that, that too. But what, why wouldn't the rabbis have done that? Because the Gemara said the rabbis themselves wouldn't have done that. Only, only not. for the rabbis to do it. Nah, it's a, so Archoner says, if it wouldn't be for Rashi, I would change the thing. The, the Tzdukim, the Baisusim, didn't have a plan that the rabbis wouldn't take it as from kite. They pushed tried to hide it from them. And they didn't think they would I, find I, it. I understood the Gemara that they just wouldn't find it. Right, right. No, no Rashi, Rashi said this was like a lumdish shtick they were doing on them. It's like a lumdish shtick. Ha-ha, we're going to put it on the rocks. The rabbis can't do it. Ha-ha, we got them. It says Narchaner, what would you have done? Narchaner said, no, means Balbatish. They, they were trying to hide from them and hide and go seek, and they would lose. Okay, fine. We will stop here for tonight. In this case, it, it says that it was on, that she was on Shabbos. It's not that, that just was the way the story was. Yeah, 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 but it was. So, you know, we took one step each night with a lot of details. And now, and now we are back. Is this exact six five? Yeah. Well, it's a no beer. Right? No, I have to figure you have out. Okay, I just gave you, and I'll figure it out. You're fine. Five extra, we'll get a mashke. Yeah. Um. So we we have a problem now because the answer that we thought we had failed last night, and the question we're in the middle of is why. Why can't we do Arava on Shabbos? Because a couple nights ago, we said something which took care of the problem. There's nothing to worry about. Shulchei Bez didn't do it. Which means, there's nothing muksa about it. And Shulchei Mitzvah do it. Shulchei Bez didn't do it. So why would you answer... Why would you answer a rough on Shabbos? There's nothing wrong with it. That's like the bomb cash. The only answer we came up with was, yeah, you're right. If we could do a rubber nowadays, we would do a rubber on Shabbos. If we could do a rubber nowadays, we'd do a rubber on Shabbos. We just can't do a rubber nowadays because what they did with our rubber was put it on the side of the Mizbeh. And unfortunately, since the Besamikdash was destroyed, we cannot do Zikifa anymore. What you want us to do is Zikifa, we cannot do this anymore. We do not have a Besamikdash. But otherwise, I agree with what you're saying, we just can't. <coughs> so that was the answer to this bomb kasha. Now, the only thing is, this answer had to be true. And then, like, all answers. And then we put this answer to the test last night, and we were trying to prove good or bad, is this true or false? Is what they did with Arava simply leaning on the side of the bath? Or was there some Natila involved? And if there's a Natila involved, then the Kasha comes roaring right back again. Why can't we do it nowadays on Shabbos? There's nothing wrong with it. So we ended up failing last night. And then, then the Gemara said, we used the word chibot. We used the word chibot arava, which involved a an act of netila. In which case, you could do that nowadays. In which case, the kasha came right back. Why can't we do arava on Shabbos nowadays? So now, the Gemara changes everything 
that we've assumed since the beginning of the parak. We mentioned this Gemara in Tesis, but now is the Gemara. So the Gemara starts off three lines from the bottom of Mem Gimel Mebez, so it should be Dechayatif. It should be Dechayatif. If it's something we can replicate nowadays, because it's been a tila, because it's been a tila, we can replicate it. So if we can replicate it, and there's nothing wrong with it, why don't we do Hashanah Rabbah on Shabbos? Says the Gemara, since we here in Gaulus, we don't do anything on Shabbos, like we said, because we always know when Shabbos is, we don't know when Yantif is. So since we know when Shabbos is, but not when Yantif is, we don't do anything on Yantif. So, here in America, on Shabbos, right. So here in America, I mean, we know in Shabbos, we don't know in Yantavis, we don't do it when it's Chali as Shabbos. So here in America, and the rest of Chutzarts for that matter, we do not do our Rava on Shabbos, even if it falls on the seventh day of Sukkot, because we, we're short Shabbos, we can't be short say Shana Rava. So we don't do anything on Shabbos. So since we don't do it, in Eretz Yisrael, they don't do it. Kevon, da'anam le'dachinon, since we don't deiche Shabbos, they also are not Deiche Shabbos. Says the Gemara, uh-oh, really? You care so much about consistency. You care so much that if in Chutz Aretz we don't do something, in Eretz Yisrael they can't do it either? I mean, the whole time we were talking about Lulav. And Lulav, we said, and Lulav, we said that here, we don't take Lulav on the first day of Yom if it's Shabbos. In Eretz Yisrael, they did. And in fact, we brought a stira in Brises. We said one Brises says they took their Lulav to the base of Migdash on Shabbos. And one Brises says they took their Lulav to Shul on Shabbos. And, ah, what's Shul talking about? Must be in Chutzar, it's in, Deich, in Eretz Yisrael. It's Deich on the first day. So, by Lulav, we have no problem that here in America, we can't do it because we don't know if it's young. In Eretz Yisrael, when they do know it's Yantif, there's no Svenkid Yuma, there's no Yantif Sheni. So in Eretz Yisrael, they do Sheikh Lulav on the first day of Yantif, and we don't care about this inconsistency. We don't care about the fact that in Eretz Yisrael, in Eretz Yisrael, they do it, and in Chutzlarz, they don't do it. And that's why you're telling me we can't do it in Eretz Yisrael, on Eshana Rabbah, because we want consistency with Chutzlarz. Then how come by Lulav we don't care about consistency with Chutzlarz? Says the Gemara, really? What about on the first day of Sukkot? We here in Chutzlarz don't Deich Shabbos. We don't do Lulav on Shabbos because we can't be sure. Yet, we don't mind an inconsistency. Yet they in, in Eretz Yisrael are Deich Shabbos on the first day of Sukkot for Lulav. Says the Gemara, you know what? Amri. You know what I'm going to say? Fine, you're right. No more Lulav and Eretz Yisrael, first day Yantif. They in Eretz Yisrael also do not do Lulav the first day of Yantif, even if it's on Shabbos. And this is what we do nowadays. And this is really the end of the sentence that we started four nights ago. We said, yeah, first night of, first day of Sukkot, you do Lulav even on Shabbos. We didn't get before that that was Lulav was a Masri Lakol, 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 
Yeah, but in other words, we, Meaning, we don't care. Meaning is very, it's a very different, it's a different yes, distinction. Yes, and, and, and in Arava, we still don't let them do it in Eretz Yisrael, even with all those safeguards. So for sure, Lula, we shouldn't let them do. You're complicating the cops. Why don't, we, why don't we let them do, I'm saying, let them well, do Arava. Because we, that's what we answered over here. The reason we don't do Arava is because we don't do it in Chutzlaretz. So says the Gemara, says the Gemara, you're right, no more no more Lula first day of Yontif on Shabbos, even in Eretz Yisrael. So I said, okay, but you brought a Raya. You brought two Bryces. Ve'el Akasha Hanitarti. Now it's going to be again, Shver, those two Bryces that you made a stira between. We learned in one of them, In one Bryce it says they brought all their Lulavim to Beis Hamidosh. And we learned in another Brisa, they brought their lulos to shul on Shabbos, or before Shabbos, to shake on Shabbos. And you answered me, and you said, yeah, one is when Beis HaMikdash is around, one when Beis HaMikdash is not around. You see that even when there's no Beis HaMikdash, in Eretz Yisrael, they shook lulav on Shabbos on the first day. This is light. No, I'm gonna to have to re-answer that another way. Light. No. Ed ved. So where it says light. Ed ved b'smach b'smach The only time they shook lulav in Eretz Yisrael on Shabbos is when the base of English was around. The base of English was kind. The like kasha, kam b'mikdash, kam b'gvulin. Yeah. The the difference between that is b'sakneses means. Outside of Eretz Yisrael, outside of Yerushalayim, outside of the Beis Hamikdash, and in Eretz, and in, in, in uh, and, and the one that says Beis Hakanesses is inside Yerushalayim. That's how the Rambam works. Is inside Yerushalayim. Is inside Yerushalayim. But in other words, Avada, even in Eretz Yisrael, they will not take, they will not take um, 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 Lulav and Arava after the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed. Okay. Period. So now we've come full circle. Now we fully explained. Now we fully explained the lulav that is deicha the first days in the Besamekdash and in the time of the Besamekdash. It's not deicha any other day. Arava is deicha Shabbos in the Besamekdash the first day, uh, the seventh day, and not deicha Shabbos in Chutzlaretz ever. So now, now, now we start getting into. <coughs> Exactly how we developed Hashanah Rabbah. So now, if you think about it, if you think about it, Lulav, we have a Dairaisa here in Baltimore to do Lulav on the first day. Yet, we do Lulav all seven days. Why do we do Lulav all seven days? Because we commemorate what they did in the Beis HaMegdash. There's no Dairaisa to do Lulav the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh day. We do it to commemorate what they did in the Beis HaMikdash. Now, they also did Arava every day in the Beis HaMikdash. So how come we do Lulav every single day of Sukkot here in Chutzlaretz? Not because the Torah told us to, but because we commemorate the Beis HaMikdash and we don't do anything about Arava except one day of Sukkot. We answered it. How do we answer it? No, no, no. We never talked about this yet. This is talking on a Tuesday. 
We until we said, why don't we have a the Gemara asked this already before? Why don't we have a Rabbah day two, three, four? No, that was asking. If that was asking. If it was on Shabbos, why if it's on Shabbos? If Shabbos falls out the second day, you don't do a rov. If Shabbos falls out the third day, you don't do a rov. If Shabbos falls out the seventh day, you do a rov. That until this minute, we were only talking about Shabbos. Now we're talking about in general. This is a new kasha. We're talking about Shabbos. Now we're talking about in general. We think that you can't do it the way they did it. There's no, there's no mizbeach. Okay. Okay. There's no is there a pasuk by a rov? All these things we answered in mamish right now, mamish right now. Hopefully. Omale Abaye Lerab asked Abaye to Rab. My Shna Lulav. Why is Lulav special? Shall we do it for seven days? We do Lulav every day of Sukkot. Now, the fourth day of Sukkot, there's nowhere in the Torah that says here in Baltimore, Maryland, you should be doing Lulav. Yet we do it. Because that's what they did in the Mikdash. On the fourth day of Sukkot, they did Arav in the Beis Hamikdash. How come here in Baltimore, we are not doing anything for Arav except on Hishan Arav? Why is Arav any different that we do not do anything for six out of the seven days to commemorate what they did in the Beis Hamikdash? So says the Gemara, very simple, we do. Well, there is a Rava in the Lulav. Someone said this far last night. Ben, who said this far last night? Someone said this far last night. There is an Arava. It's not too smart. So says the Gemara, yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do do Arava. Every day when we pick up the lulav, it has aravas in it. So we kill two birds with one stone. We kill two birds with one stone. The arava in the lulav is our commemoration of both the lulav and the arava. And they didn't do that in the race of English, did they? Right. Why? Because they did real arava. Because <laughs> is there an issue of Enoites and Mrs. Chavilas Chavilas? So that's something else. It's Enoites and Mrs. Chavilas Chavilas and... It's like a secondary kasha. Yeah, That's assuming mitzvah. you're doing it right, but you're doing it together. So, Here, so, you're not even doing it right. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. What are you talking about? Says the Gemara. How we should lulav with the kavod lay? No, you're not. You're doing it all lulav. I'm in baloney. Just because there's aravus in your set, it doesn't mean that you're doing arava. I mean, come on. You can't call that doing arava. So says the Gemara, no, you'll pick up your lulav twice. Says the Gemara, you'll pick it up twice. The first time to be Yitzay, the Arava, as part of your lulav set. And the second time to be Yitzay, your Arava, as its own independent mitzvah. See, the Gemara says, did you ever see anyone pick up their lulav twice? No, I didn't. Says the Gemara, <laughs> If you look around on your day-to-day basis, no one's doing this, so it's baloney. Which means, we do not do this. Practically, we do not do this. So my kasha is back to a kasha. My kasha is back to a kasha. I asked you, how come we don't do anything about a rava? And we don't. 
And don't say we do it with the lulav and the, with our rav and lulav because it's not. And don't say we do it twice because we don't. Why not? The minute of Shabbos afterwards, and you go around. So the Ashkenaz that puts it down and does that takes it out again. That's so. First of all, <laughs> there's a hot tena. I know this is why Michael Maymar. No, but like you know, the rabbis who shake twenty lulavs. Yeah, I'm sure it shakes twenty lulavs. But um, it, that's that's the shame lulavs. That's the shame Hashanas. What's Hashanas? Hashanas is what we said before. Kol yeh makivin uzozveh pamachas. That's what Hashanas is. So that's not, that, that was our robber. It's our lulav, not our robber. We said with your dollar bin. Robber, they're strictly just putting on the side of the Yeah, yeah. Nothing yeah. going around, nothing to do with anything. Yeah, no, they went around. We said before. You don't say it was simultaneously, but you're saying that robber is just putting on the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that wasn't going around. Well, you know, he's asked, well, we go by Ashanas. What is the technical reason of Ashanas? That's, that's, uh, it's the dollar bin. It's the dollar we're not ready to do to do, you know, what Arava represents until Hashanah Rabbah. You can't be just taking an Arava until Hashanah Rabbah. What we do is with Dalad Minim. You need all the minimum in order to be Mamtikas Adin to to till Hashanah Rabbah. So you get also the day. Yeah, yeah. Says the Gemara. Gemara doesn't say that earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it said as a fact. We're, you know, we're trying to figure out why. But it's that as a fact. Says the Gemara, you're missing a very, very basic difference between Lulav and Arava. Says the Gemara, Amar of Zvid, Mishmei de Rava, Lulav dai Raisa, Abdin and Shiva English. Lulav is dai Raisa, which means Lulav, although you're right on day two through seven, isn't dai Raisa, day one is dai Raisa. So Lulav just got a massive upgrade over Arav. Lulav is Be'etzim Mitzvah Deraisa. And they did it for seven days in the Beis HaMikdash. Combine those two factors and it's worthy to make a Zeichel HaMikdash the rest of the days. Aravis, which is not Deraisa at all. That's that, Joshua. Aravis, which is not Dairaisa at all, so <laughs> the whole thing is Ezechel Migdash. To make Ezechel Migdash, you could do it one day. Aravis, Aravis, which is Aravis, Durabonan, Leavdin, and Zechel Migdash. Aravis, which is totally a Durabonan, we do not make a Zechel Migdash for seven days. Now, we will get to your cash the next time we meet. Okay. Yeah. A little, a little. Um, so like this. No. Ellie was. It's not the Mincha word. If you want, I could send you the Mincha word. The Mincha word is Kedai to repeat. Whatever you want. But it was a good one. Because I have a Sassanus here for Shrive. But Shrive is not here, so I'm going to have to say Sassanus. So I'll say the number four. You'd be bored? After all, this is Chazarish here. I was going to add it on his stuff, but it's an awesome boy. Um, okay, like this. So we said by Mincha. Um, the the Tyre in this week's parasha talks about all the Carbonus. There's Carbonus of Parim. 
there's carbonus of Kvasim, there's carbonus of birds, there's carbonus of Mincha. And the Mishnah in Zvachim, in the end of Zvachim, Kovdalad, I think, the Mishnah says that we find Nefesh by carbon Mincha. We find specific to carbon Mincha that Pasik says a Nefesh Kisakriv, that, nef- that Mincha can also have a total involvement in an orangutan kite, a commitment, an excitement, and therefore concludes. Both a person whose marbe, who goes over, does a riboy, an increase, and someone whose mamet, he does a decrease, he, you know, goes less, is fine. And this Lashem, a lot of Farsham asks this, asks this. This Lashem is very schwer. If you're in the bracket that you should be giving an animal, and you give an animal, you're not a marba. You're doing your job. You're doing what you're supposed to do. And if you do less, you're puzzle. You're not yaitze. And even a poor guy who's supposed to bring a mincha, he's not skimping. That's what he's supposed to be doing. And if he does more, he's not yaitse. Let's say a guy, you'd think he would win like a medal of honor. Let's say a guy is you know, he's not holding by it. He's financially incapable of bringing a bigger, bigger carbon than a mincha, but he borrows money in order to bring a keves. Not yaitse. It's not yaitse. So he's not a mamet. Mamet means you go less. No, each guy's doing exactly what they should do. So what do you mean, echad ha-marbev, echad ha The guy who's bringing a nice carbon isn't a marbe. He's doing the right thing. The guy who's bringing a mincha isn't a mamet. He's doing the right thing. And what does it mean, ubovat shi'chavah As long as your kavan is right. So does that mean I'm allowed to bring a carbon not in my slot if I'm mechavan properly? Let's say I'm a very wealthy guy. I'm not in the mood of spending money. You know, I give my money to uh, you know, fill in the blank. Staka, I'm going to save my... Carbon money for it's stuck, but I'm totally into the carbon. I'm mechavad libel shemayim, and I'm bringing a mincha. You're not yet. I don't care if you're mechavad libel shemayim. So what's pshat in this mission? So there's a sefer Maisei Hashem, Rabbi Ashkenazi, who's written in the 1500s, an early, early, early achron. He says a beautiful yisaid about carbonus. Overarching yisaid in carbonus. We find a term by Karbonus, Reach Michayach Lashem. Smells good to the Rebbe Now, this is not real because the Rebbe isn't a human and doesn't have a nose. I don't mean to be a Gekko commercial. And doesn't smell anything. So, what do you mean it's a Reach Michayach Lashem? Explains the Mayas Hashem gorgeous. Of all the senses, the sense of smell is the most futuristic of all the senses. It's the most forward-looking of all of the senses. Give a marshal. You walk in the house, and your wife is making a roast. First thing you do, way before you touch it, way before you taste it, and even before you can hear the sizzle, you smell the aroma. A smell is the most forward-looking, the biggest predictor 
of all of these senses. Taste is like kimat, it's finished by the time you taste it. It's like the most backwards looking of all of the senses. Smell is the most forward looking. You know, and even when something is rotten, like when like, you know, there's a dead animal, the first thing you do, smells weird here, and like you look around, Till you find, like, you know, the dead mouse in the back of the shed or something like that. Notice, you smell something way before any other sense. That is what a carbon is. Because, like the Ramban says, a carbon is not what you're bringing on the Mizbech. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't need a slaughtered sheep. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't need a Malika bird. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't need a Kishka. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't need the Karvanas. The Ramban explains, you know what a carbon is? A carbon is like mama shock therapy. You go, you watch on the Mizbech this violent act of carnage. This sheep gets shechted, and its parts are burnt, and its blood is sprayed. And the Ramban says, that should be me. That should be me. I, I need a total change. I need a total change. And in order to get a person in the mindset of change, he slaughters an animal. And he does something really, really graphic and really, really impressionable and really scary and really dramatic. And that drives home a point, I have to change. And this is the beginning of the change. So a carbon is a down payment on change. A carbon is futuristic. A carbon is, I'm going to change and This is my down payment. A carbon is a reach nichayach Hashem. What is in it for Hashem is the tomorrow of it. The sense that describes tomorrow and later the best is the sense of smell. And that's why a carbon is referred to as a reach nichayach. That's what's going on here. Echanamar v'echanamamit is not going on your financial commitment. If you're supposed to bring a keves, you're not a marbet. If you're supposed to bring a mincha, you're not a mamet. You're doing what you should. But the point over here is to get you involved. If you're bringing a cow, if you're bringing a sheep, then the drama shibai is great. So you may think that the purpose of carbon is to spur the drama, is to get you involved. Says the Mishnah, don't worry. If your commitment is to bring a mincha and you do that with the right kavana, it too will stir within you the emotions that a carbon should stir. And that's what the Mishnah means. Both a person who has the means to do a lot, and that's what he should do, and gets the emotional picture, gets the hisirus of an actual carbon. Someone who brings flour and oil on the Mizbech, but at least it'll have the same effect. And with this, we can explain one more thing. The Torah says a lot in this week's parasha that you're not allowed to put in honey or leavening agent, bread, chametz, in any carbon, except where you're allowed. Says, the, the Torah says it's asr. So one can come off with the impression carbonas have to be pure. No flavorings, no additives. Yet, we find that every carbon has a requirement of salt. So which one is it? Is additives good? Is additives bad? Are flavors good? Are flavors bad? Cesar Gifter 
there's a huge difference between honey and sa'ar and salt. Honey and sa'ar are flavors from outside, right? Honey roasted peanuts. It doesn't change the peanut, it adds honey. Honey glazed corned beef. It doesn't change the corned beef, it adds honey. Sa'ar doesn't change, there's, there's flatbreads, they're flat, there's no sa'ar in a lafa. You put sa'ar in challah, so you have lafa plus air. It doesn't change, it's from outside. Salt is the opposite. Salt is not a flavoring. There's no such thing as salt-flavored anything. On the contrary. Salt enhances the existing flavor. Salt brings out the flavor in the item. Says Rav Gifter, when a person brings a carbon, which we're saying is an instrument that's going to spur change, the terror is telling us the kind of change we want. We want change from within. We want salt kind of change. Salt your carbon, salt yourself, and bring out the essence. Don't have fake change. Don't have change from outside you. Don't have change that's put on. Don't have sa'ar and dvash, which don't really change your essence. They're just flavorings to mask another flavor. That's not the kind of change that we're looking for in a carbon. We're looking for al kol karbon melach. When you bring a carbon, salt it, bring out the existing flavor, enhance the existing flavor, and that's the avayda of a carbon. Uh, okay. <laughs> that's beautiful.